There will be no real non-controlled currency in the world. Exciting time to be involved in Bitcoin Cash at the moment. During that whole war, fighting versus big blocks, like were we the bad guys? Were we the ones that weren't listening? Fundamentally, we believe in markets, transparency, and tokenization. Come on, you gotta come stronger than that, you know, like. Hello, and welcome back to the Bitcoin Cash podcast. Following Bitcoin Cash on its rise to global reserve currency. Let's go. This is episode number 78, BCH School Report Card featuring the man, the myth, the legend, Ryan Giffen. Uh, I'm your host, Jeremy. Same as always. Uh, Jet is doing the producing. Same as always. And today is Sunday, the 30th of April, 2023. Uh, Ryan is a... BCH merchant adopter, a general uh, crypto shill, obviously, uh, a <laughs> regular guest on the show. You wizard be what your fourth or fifth time on the show. You had you had one in April, twenty twenty one. One in April, twenty twenty two. Two Christmas appearances. So this would be appearance number five, if I uh, get my guess correctly. But for the listeners who haven't heard of you or didn't listen to those episodes, and we'll go back and listen to it after this show. Introduce yourself. What do you do in the crypto community? How are you guys doing? I'm Ryan. Uh, thank you for having me back. Yeah, this is the fifth time back. Um, <clears throat> usually you ask everyone, how'd you find Bitcoin? But I guess at the fifth time back, maybe people may know my story. Um, and what am I doing in the community? I, I, I'm a local business owner in South Florida. So I, I you know, I have, I have someone's asked me, I have five operating businesses I now own. Um, and I use all of those to you know, kind of get a bigger soapbox to sit on to, to talk about peer-to-peer cash. Uh, all my businesses accept it. Uh, I run, I, I have a restaurant locally now that we can talk more about. I recently uh, purchased and closed on the first and we run Bitcoin cash meetups there. Uh, my other company, Commercial Kitchen Stop, we host a, what is usually typically an annual charity golf tournament. It's a large event. We missed last year because I needed to hire someone just to like do events like these. And I now have someone really good at it. We'll, we'll share more about that. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I do have, encourage other business owners in my community to accept Bitcoin Cash, and we have quite a few of them that do. And uh, that's what I, that's what I do in crypto. And I make YouTube content. I've been doing it for years. I've had a few month hiatus, and I'm uh, bringing on someone to help me with that—a videographer to help edit and uh, get that back up and running. Very excited. Absolutely busy, busy man. Can you believe that it's been two years since that? Uh, first episode that you were on. Do you have any reflections on that? Any teasers for anybody who might dig back in the archives? Episode 15, it was. You know, when I first started making, uh, you know, yeah, I used to make just a lot of investing content and uh, it was during the bear market. I just wanted to generally talk about investing. So I just talked about like, you know, stocks, growth stocks, real estate, business, um, and crypto, of course. And then, you know, and, you know, after the, you know, so I started really 2019 and, and I, I knew crypto was going to take back off at some point. I was like, all right, I'll get like a big audience of 10 of people. And then as the price gets exciting again, I could tell them about crypto and why I like it. And that's kind of what I did. And I felt like I was making the crypto content on an island. Like I didn't, I didn't really know where the community was. And maybe it was all in, in all different areas. And then I, you reached out to me and it was a Bitcoin Cash podcast. And like, I was so impressed with like the, 
the details and how you presented Bitcoin Cash. And I was like, so like grateful that someone recognized what I was doing, like wanted me on like the Bitcoin Cash podcast. And it was so well branded. And look at you now here. And I was like, just so excited. I remember I woke up like super early that morning. We shot at my backyard here and I, I was uh, just, and really just boom, the community just like hit you by a ton of bricks. It's like, man, this is like so much more. And like the, the, the audience, a lot of the content I've made in the past, there's been nothing else like making Bitcoin Cash content in terms of the, like the, the viewership's probably a little lower, but the the um, the amount of uh, personal like interest in in, in communication and like the, the amount of feedback is so much more intense than anything I've ever done on a, on a social platform. So that's my recollection of that. It's been, you know, welcome to the family ever since. <laughs> it's crazy that it has been uh, two years and you're right. Uh, I do remember, yeah, you're sitting with the sun coming up in the morning in Florida. It was looking absolutely beautiful. I was in lockdown in London, I believe. So uh, maybe I, yeah, I think I was still in, in London at that point. So I was very, very jealous. But yeah, no, it's absolutely uh, amazing. It's been a crazy two years. I should have actually gone back and watched uh, a little bit of that. Uh, to remind myself, I know we talked a lot about, we talked a bit about Craig Wright, we talked a bit about Peter Schiff and Spencer Schiff. Peter Schiff doesn't get much of a mention these days. Nobody even cares anymore. Like, he's just so irrelevant. <laughs> so, uh, shout out to shout out to him, I guess. Uh, and, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just funny to think because I was sure we were saying on that episode, like, oh, wouldn't it be crazy in a year or two years? Well, that's it. Time travel, we're in the future. Uh, it's here now, and I'm sure in two years from now, it's going to be even even crazier. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, very glad to have you back on the show. Right, so oh, for, go on. No, it's just like, you know, you're, you're very good at forecasting. I was listening to your last episode, uh, Cash Tokens, and a developer there, about how he just came to Bitcoin Cash even later, and he's doing something so impactful. Like, it doesn't... Like, the, like in terms of it, like yeah, people always say, you know, the market is spoken. It's like, dude, there's so much talent still coming in and finding interest in ways to use the te technology. Like, if you think that somehow the market is chosen by now, it was so refreshing to hear like the young talent and the development team that uh, are interested in in uh, you know this chain in particular because what it does is it's really just like you know, like you said, in a couple of years, like who knows who else will find it and find cash tokens to be so useful and build who knows what on it. Like, it's so exciting to see from like looking today backwards, you know? Yeah. And I think it's this whole market is spoken thing. That's one of the biggest like false flag myths <laughs> of all time. Truly. It's every time the people say that uh, my response has just become so can you give me the exact utc timestamp that it stopped speaking and what was the final price because that just finishes the argument right there then they say oh you know like there's no way around that because they can't say it was at this time because then i'll just say well what about this time one second later where the price changed again so there's no winning against that argument so then it immediately becomes a backing off to oh yeah but you know, you guys are just slowly dying or something like that. And so then it's like, all right, so I've already got you. So five seconds ago, it was 100% over. You've now shifted to 99.5% over. So in a couple of seconds, I've already won like a small concession. You know, uh, things are not that binary. And when you can, when somebody adopts such a ridiculous binary position and you push them off it, it's just such a crushing win for anybody who's watching that that argument. So uh that's that's been my latest uh strategy on on that front but yeah it's ridiculous to think that bdc or any crypto has won the other good way to do it is to say well hasn't the us dollar already won then because 
that just flips around <laughs> on them that like, the market is a bigger fish. <laughs> exactly the market has spoken us dollars are the best the best currency in the let's, all, let's all go home now the, the, the always will be yeah give up exactly <laughs> exactly so for this episode because you're coming back on i realized okay this is a yearly thing at the end of april we need to have a bit of a theme or a you know some some kind of continuity to it right so i thought maybe we could we could try this one of a school report card i know you're a dad you've got kids so i thought this might be <laughs> kind of kind of up your alley and also i thought it's well timed because the network upgrade is always in may right so being ju just shortly before that it's kind of a good time to look at well, what are the upgrades that are coming in? How are we doing on you know other metrics? Right, it doesn't. It's not all about the upgrade because there's plenty of episodes focusing on that. But as a as a general overview of the ecosystem and being a recurring guest, you can kind of comment on. Okay, so last year, you know, the vibe was like this, and now it's now it's like this, right? So yeah. I thought we could do a uh, school report card. I guess this is how they do them in America, and also how they do them in Australia. I don't know about the rest of the world, but. I've got five uh, areas, price, merchant adoption, full nodes, wallets, marketing uh, for us to chat about. And I, I have given them a grade. You can give them a grade too as we get to them uh, on the scale of obviously A, B, C, D, and F. And then you can have plus or minus, right? So A is crushing it. B is doing well, but, you know not top of the class type of thing c is a standard pass <laughs> acceptable but not the greatest d is you're kind of failing you've got some work to do and f is you're just wrecked so yeah, yeah you shit together that's mm -hmm. how i uh, envision this um scoring scoring system going so the first thing is the price because we always talk about that at the start of every episode i completely forgot to update this slide actually so let's just have a quick look at coin market cap and see what the price is right now it is uh $118.58 USD I think we're down a little bit on the ratio of BTC uh and ETH as well too but I haven't calculated them so I don't know for this I'm giving us a D minus the price has just sucked for the last year or just overall for all of BCH it's not something we can fix directly, but of course, you just got to keep dollar cost averaging in and also building time and adoption to make gains there. I didn't want to give us an F because we're actually holding up okay against the USD. Like BCH has just been stable. So even if the other cryptos are doing a little bit better and we also aren't dropping down the crypto market cap, we've been in that range like 25 to 30 for, I don't know, it feels like years at this point probably last year we're at the, the same spot so even if we're not rocketing up just just yet we're also not a, a complete you know f failure if we were just dropping down the ranks out of the top 100 then then that's how i would judge that but what what do you think give us give us your take on the markets how are you feeling this year versus last year yeah um i feel i feel a couple ways about it i i feel like you know what is this whole crypto thing going to end up being in the long run and uh and, and i've been thinking about this a lot actually and you know part of you know an event i'm going to hold to me a lot about it um like will you know and, and you know, the goal is to be the world reserve currency and that the world all finds this deep value in peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash um and then certainly that looks like a huge price appreciation from there 
Um, then there's the other side of it is, you know, what is what is losing look like? You know, what is losing look like? Um, and I, I, I try to be more okay with like what a losing outcome looks like is that, you know, if you still want economic freedom, you're still going to have this tool that exists. And whatever that means to the market at that time is what will be valued. But, you know, looking at, you know, the CBDCs and things like that, I'm, I'm very concerned about is like, well, thankfully I have this tool that still allows me to, you know, express myself economically. And, you know, how much more people will, will value that, you know, I, I try to encourage them for reasons they why, you know. And, you know, so many people like crypto because there's been such a wealth effect, you know, but like, what's the wealth effect, even if it doesn't lead to anything profoundly better than, you know, the monetary system that we had before. So, um, well, I am still extremely bullish that the world will find reasons to really value peer to peer electronic cash more, um, even if we don't and the, and the price doesn't do everything that it, that it should, because even though I think the market dynamics are there for it to do very well. Um, Again, I, I'm not a, like where where the price really is. It uh, doesn't really um, bother me as much as it used to, especially with Bitcoin Cash, because of what Bitcoin Cash does for people and, and economic freedom. And it's kind of a more mature way to look at it these days than I looked at crypto at different times of riding price waves all over the place, having lots of money, having little money, whatever it's been. You know? <laughs> Yeah, certainly the more you're able to integrate it into your life, the less I think the price matters in that sense. Like there's probably, yeah, it's inversely correlated with how many transactions you make per day. Because if you individually, uh, certainly I experience this, the more you have people to actually trade with in an economy, then the more you're kind of not that stressed about where the price because you're actually using it. It's when you're not using it that then it, that's what it becomes about. It's did the number go up or down, right? Yeah. It, instead of thinking of it in terms of those people that you connected with and the, you know, the goods that you bought or the, I, I don't know. I've just recently been feeling a lot. Obviously when we we're in St. Kitts, there was a bit of a sort of instant network effect, which was really interesting to see that we suddenly had so much little commerce running between people, right? People were trading physical cash for BCH there. People were buying and selling stuff. People were, you know, linking up in, in different ways. Or if somebody paid for at a restaurant that you couldn't pay in BCH, then everybody else would pay them back in BCH. It was just fascinating to see that little economy grow. And it's something that I'm really hoping we'll see a more substantial effect of as we can get a bit more momentum and some bigger meetups and conferences happening. Because then when you concentrate everyone together like that, like you think BDC Miami or whatever, they're going to have like 25,000 people. The reason that isn't a Titanic shock to the local economy is because they don't actually transact in Bitcoin that much. If they did, every restaurant in the local area would suddenly be like onboarded and having to accommodate that. There would be no way around it, right? Yeah. So I think that's, that's really something that I'm noticing more and more of is that, we kind of got to just live it with the whole peer-to-peer -peer cash thing. Yeah, yeah, and you, you certainly you, know, you look at the, the the coins that you know. I, I do think the market ranking. You know, we've been in this area for a while, and I like to see us get back inside the, the top twenty. And it feels like there's no reason we shouldn't. It's just you know, I, I think we we all know too that the uh, you know kind of artificial market dynamics that have placed certain coins in certain areas, certainly tether and things like this, have really skewed. Um, you know, I think the market will eventually get to. So I do think it plays out in peer-to-peer cash's favor. That's what it was rooted in. That's, that's the, the, the real value of what the world wants. 
uh, just how long can uh, these artificial market dynamics hold up? And, uh, and, and yeah, and like everyone kind of, you know, I've talked to different people. It's like, we need Tether to blow up. And it's like, what does that do to crypto? <laughs> and then start from zero and, and their Bitcoin cash will, um, you know, it, it really should be, you know. And as we go through the report card, I'm sure we'll talk about like what we do very well against other coins. And uh, certainly price is one that, you know, we've fallen throughout the rankings throughout the years. We were once number two at one point, right? Number and three. I don't think we ever got, we never flipped eight. So it would be number I think three. we did. I think we did. Was it? I remember Vitalik tweeted congratulations and all of that. I'll, I'll send it to you after this. Uh, I know he did that tweet, but I think he did that tweet when BCH was like number three, just under eight. But anyway, uh, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I, I, I want to ask you. I want to ask you though about uh, CBDC, seeing as you bring that up, because when you said that, it struck me as that's something that's much more in the conversation now. That two years oh, yeah. ago we weren't we weren't talking about that. That wasn't a thing or if it was it was kind of a vague like idea far in the future now it feels like impending it is on the horizon if not already secretly <laughs> yeah. heavily so, in the works yeah it's something we all really need to be talking about more and uh you know i live in florida and we recently had the governor come out and publicly speak against cbdc's and there's some other bigger politicians tulsi gabbard in, in the area that that are Actually, I should reach out, but I will. Like, I tried for my Bitcoin Cash Charity Golf Tournament. We put in, we haven't heard back yet, but uh, to have Ron DeSantis be our guest speaker this year. And I, I think if I could get dinner with him the night before and really talk to him about Bitcoin Cash and things like that, would be really cool. So we don't, we'll know here in the next couple of weeks if, uh, if his calendar's there. And, uh, you know, but so be, it just try to get, you know, our coin in, in other people's hands like that. But, um, and it's good that there are, there is some political fight against it. To, to maybe prevent it or stop it in some areas. And, uh, but like, again, that's my passion towards like why Bitcoin Cash is so important because CBDCs come. And at the, at the St. Kitts uh, convention, uh, John Swingle spoke and he did such an amazing speech when he kicked it off. And I've been in touch with him a lot recently. He's probably going to be a part of the tournament too. Uh, but just the, the way the fork in the road and what a CBDC future looks like or a pure, 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 pure electronic cash future looks like. And it's really terrifying, you know, how you're, your life and the way you spend money is going to be an algorithm into a social credit system. And it's all like all the dynamics are being built for this. When you really talk to someone about like, that's coming, but I have this other tool that can free you of that. That's kind of more like where I try to get the conversation of uh, currently how I feel about crypto and why other people should learn about it, not just to get rich, but to really, again, they're going to need economic freedom more than ever <laughs> uh, because of CBCs. But it's, it's a big interest of mine lately. And it'll be a big, topic around uh, my Bitcoin cash event this year. So. Yeah, it's something that I think surprised me actually how much it's starting to resonate with with people, right? Because historically, of course, we all know that sometimes trying to explain crypto to people and tell them and blah, blah, blah. As firstly, it's like, I don't care. And then secondly, there's the element of yeah, but I'm just in it to get rich or I just heard about it getting rich or I was worried that it was a scam. All of those things have been slowly fading away with time. But even once you get past all that, you need a proactive reason for somebody to say, yes, I really do want to get involved in this. And CBDCs kind of seem to be adding that to me because when you talk to people about CBDCs, especially what I often bring up is it's already a thing in China. You can already see 
videos in China. And if you're a political dissident in China, they just shut off your uh, WeChat account and that's it. You're done. You can't get a train anywhere. You can't flee the country. You can't buy food. Just you are completely wrecked. And as much as there's a pessimistic slant that some people took out of, especially the pandemic and everything, that, okay, a lot of people will just kind of go along with whatever. On the other hand, there is still a good enough amount of people that kind of see how scary that is and want to at least be interested in an alternative, right? Yeah, I always say in, here in America, it, it wasn't the Revolutionary War uh, was fought and won by a minority, you know? So it's uh, you don't always have to have the exact mass on your, on your side to, to change. Um, and I even think with, uh, with COVID, like, yeah, it was more people just went with it, but, you know, it, there still was a core of people that, you know, believe in something. And uh, I, I think that that community is alive in Bitcoin Cash. And that's why it's, you know, it's really the most interesting thing in crypto. You know, and even though it, it seems like, and it was like in Bitcoin back in the early days too, and somehow it's got lost, but I think uh, the fundamentals will, will be there for a long time. Yeah, they say it's, I think, about 10% of if you can get 10% of the population strongly committed to a, a position, then it tends to sort of drag everyone else uh very true you know along 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 with it so that's that's kind of what we're kind of what we're searching for so do you have a uh, grade for the the price do you want to give it a school report grade yeah um, yeah i mean it's hard you know i don't want to be you know you definitely <laughs> <laughs> uh i mean i i think you have a good grade for it uh, I, I wouldn't give any higher or lower um yeah it definitely you know we're, we're holding that range under 100 was was a steal you know i don't see us going back there for a while and and it's like eventually you know the sooner like everything else goes and like where you know anyone that got that didn't want their bitcoin cash at the fork or this that like where are the sellers coinflex sold a bunch all these people do we have any more sellers at this point <laughs> who else is getting ready to dump a big bag of ech right now like i don't know exactly. so that, that's also like i think a, there's no one left to sell it <laughs> <laughs> yes we've got the community comment of the week nice and early in this segment because we just had this classic comment from uh tom from flowey he said in the bch telegram all these people complaining about the price not going up and ignoring that practically nothing of the last five years of innovation ever made it into the hands of end users are like people waiting at a train station for the boat to another continent and I just, I love that expression, mm. waiting at a train station for the boat to another continent. That just, just is like, you've missed the, you've missed it on several fronts at once. And it's very true. It's a very relevant point that there has been a lot of innovation and, but also a lot of grind and struggle in the BCH community. And not a lot of it has got down to things that have got people excited. We're starting to see some of that now with BCH bull, with cash rain and whatever, but they're relatively recent in the grand scheme of things. And all the protocol innovations and stuff that have led up to cash tokens. Well, we're here now, but we haven't been there. So it's not actually been, you know, that, that surprising that we haven't had huge, huge floods of users as yet. Okay. That's enough about the price, uh, coping about that onto the merchant onboarding. So obviously I want to hear about your new restaurant that you've got going on and how you've been finding the little local economy in Florida. I also am quite curious, yeah, if people are coming in regularly, paying with BCH at your businesses, how's that all coming along? 
So, so we we do have uh, we probably get two two or three patron or tables a month spending in it. And um, you know, I was there last night actually, and I asked uh, the server. You know, I was like, "Have you dealt with any of them?" He's like, "You know, Ryan. Uh, you know, yeah. I don't. I, I've only gotten like one or one or two. But he's like, I feel like it's it's my fault. I'm not doing a good job telling like the clients as well. And so I put it out there." Whoever gets the most amount of Bitcoin Cash uh, sales will get a hundred dollar extra bonus at the end of the month. So there's different things I can do to encourage users and and the restaurant to promote it and sell it. And uh, you know we're, we're on the map. We have the sticker. We're hosting the events. You know people relatively know me. Um, but there's there's more we can do to you know not only onboard businesses but onboard users to incentivize them. And actually David Hudman, who you had on here too, he's done something really cool with Cracker Barrel recently. I want to go investigate more. Uh, but he wants to help uh, me, and I'm probably going to add on to it, subsidize users to by offering a discount. Uh, I'm paying in Bitcoin Cash too. So that's another thing that we're going to look to implement here. You know, the first, I, I just bought the restaurant the first. So the first thing was just getting it in and rehiring and getting like the business operating. Um, I think that would make the first thing is no, we got to get Bitcoin Cash adopted. <laughs> so, so we got, we got, we're like, that's, that's a high on the list and we're, we're working on it. So we, uh, um yeah so it's it, it's going good and i think with the, the again the tournament i'm trying to build up is like this annual excitement you know get some hype around it and get users and all that too i think that all that'll continue to accelerate but also i think just in general you know now doing onboarding for over a year and things like that uh i just think in general when the price is lower especially like i think you guys are bitcoin cash users when the price is lower you just kind of a little bit more frugal you know in general then i think you'll see people get a lot more spendy in bull markets, just in general, people that hold crypto, uh, just because they have more dollar, you know, dollar worth value of that, or ECHs or Satoshis, whatever you want to call it, to spend. Um, so as as we are in the, yeah, I don't know if is the bear market over yet. Have we, have we bottomed or? Uh, <laughs> as we traject back up, um, but it was something odd that I hear a lot um, in onboarding users and businesses. Is they they really like the education is so poor to like oh yeah that crypto thing didn't work out that FTX guy like totally ruined the whole crypto thing I was like if you like I try to say like just like he failed is just like how Silicon Valley Bank he's just a custodian of money that failed they fail all the time it's not a crypto guy yeah yeah he had a crypto business but at the end of the day he was just a custodian of money that messed with people's money you know I was like so people just have a hard they don't know what crypto is and it's just a, how we teach them all you know is uh, is a challenge you know where this is a 13 14 year old invention and still so little people actually understand what it is yeah it's, it clearly hasn't hit that point of the must-have app that everyone is you know just downloading in in droves but i'm very sure that that is coming either in the next bull run or if not definitely in the one after and the reason is like you say this ftx thing the huge news everybody heard about that right everybody fucking heard about that you know with the classic of course is always mount gox and everyone was like oh this is the end it's over blah blah and however many people heard that mount gox and bitcoin was dead and yada yada and then over the next 10 years discovered that that was actually not the case at all well the ftx that was like that moment at a global scale I saw it on the news when uh, on the news in uh, yeah I was in Australia and they had uh, something about that and just when it's on ABC News you just know that <laughs> the ninety nine percent are getting this information they had like one slide in there in the finance section there's this same guy anybody who's in Australia will know what I'm talking about this same old guy who does, has been doing the finance 
since I was like five years old. And I remember I was so excited. It was a couple of years ago, the day when they they added Bitcoin, because they always talk about, oh, the price of gold, the price of oil, the price of the, the dollar, right? And then and the euro maybe and then they uh one day they added bitcoin and i was like this is it this is vindication proof yeah. that what i was telling you all mm-hmm. was coming true they had this one slide uh in november about or in december about with the mugshot you know of sam bankman free with the hair everywhere <laughs> and ftx and all that so when crypto is back like probably late next year 2024 into 2024 time sort of time frame once once crypto is happening again, everybody will just be getting the message that it's not over. I right. Think. So I'm I'm feeling good about that. Yeah, I definitely think, you know, I'll respond like, oh, crypto's over. I was like, the Bitcoin Cash Protocol is still processing blocks, you know, I verify every 10 minutes. Like, what do you mean it's over? Like we're still um yeah, it, it, but uh, yeah, I definitely think, you know, every bull run will bring further education and get getting closer to that, you know, user app. And even like, like, again, I'm trying to remember how to pronounce his name, but the, the cash tokens developer, like, it just still amazes me how like, it's, it's the new fresh blood that gets in around the bull markets and then they work in the, the bear markets and they create these cool things and you know, they bring it, you know, it's, um, yeah, I, I think they'll shrug it off and they'll have a little bit more of an inkling and either they'll be upset that they either lost their crypto, they didn't hold it properly and the price would be much higher now. And then they'll dig them and really learn what they actually did, you know, and <laughs> it's funny how people treat their money. It's like, uh, now I'll, I'll learn. Um, but yeah, it's, that, that's actually for, for me as someone that does a lot of merchant adopting, like I, I get that a, a lot. People have no idea, but it's just think like FTX it, because I guess, yeah, it became such big news. And um, that's been one little hurdle in adopting where people are just like, oh my God, you could lose all your money. It's like, well, sort of, but not really, you know, but. Another thing I think that's coming along at the same time, though, is people are also starting to question the existing financial system more. I've seen more of that than I ever have before. Inflation being such a big story. It's funny when you're saying it two years ago, I'm sure on that show we would have said something about, yeah, obviously inflation will be continuing and so on and so forth. And now here we are. And that that's it. It is really starting to kick up. I was listening, looking at the true inflation index. I don't know if you've seen that the other day, but it's like uh nearly 20 percent in the uk and you know about 10 percent in the us and now the government's numbers have actually adjusted up to match that because they basically were getting exposed uh that somebody was doing a better job open sourcing the information right so now that has become a mainstream thing and also just other banks blowing up and people thinking, yeah what are what is everybody doing with our money? Uh, whenever the next uh, US government debt ceiling meeting is going to kick in, I'm sure people will be more, usually people would just, yeah, that's the thing that happens every year and we just don't question it. But I'm sure now there's going to be more and more people, yeah, what is going on here? Why do we have this stupid debt ceiling limit every year, right? It, you bring up, the, I haven't seen this metric, but I want to look at the true inflation one because I've always been like highly skeptical of the CPI and, and, and for, for good reason. And we talked briefly about Peter Schiff, but he was someone that, you know, I would listen to and he's always critical of it. Um, and, uh, but yeah, it's how this, I don't, I don't know. I'm curious to see what's in that basket for the true inflation versus like the consumer price index, which tells us what inflation is. If you look at the basket, it tends to move in a way, not enough to scare people, but now it's gotten to the point where it, that can't even protect anyone. They can't hide by anything. And uh, like, I, I've even heard people want to use like the, the Big Mac uh, price index, like that, like, 
is McDonald's become less uh, efficient at building a Big Mac or is the price messing with it? And that's actually a better indicator of inflation than the consumer price index. So, uh, yeah. yeah, no, inflation is definitely a thing that will bring more people into this uh, uh, economy. And yeah, I'm really excited to see where we, again, have the same conversation next year. And, uh, and it'll be, I think, certainly that when we do the price thing, Bitcoin Cash will be a lot higher and uh, hopefully higher in ranking too. But the, the, the whole market will just bring in users and they'll be confused and find their way to a coin that will work. It might actually be about the time of the halvening. Maybe Jet can just look that up for us. But I think it's actually in April next year. So we might be kicking off. You might get to be on the halvening stream. Yeah, that might think, actually be perfectly timed. I think we're somewhere around 350 days, but who's counting? What, what do you got, Jet? Yeah. <laughs> 300, 350 well maybe we'll have to do it a bit early or maybe uh, <laughs> uh, um, uh so this is for btc yeah uh, we're, th we're 30 days ahead of them oh no okay. 21 days ahead of them okay so three 342 days to the happening okay all right all right good so get this party yeah, started right. baby yeah. Early early April next year then. Uh and yeah, it should probably definitely be hopefully kicking off uh by that by that time. Then one other thing I wanted to ask you about is when we were in St. Kitts, so I met Maria, who's uh your business partner. It was quite interesting talking to her because she was there sort of getting a sen an outsider's sense, but because at least from my perspective, what she had kind of understood about Bitcoin Cash was all directly from you and you being excited about it, you being hyped about it and all that stuff. It's natural, right? And I think it's quite interesting. You can always see because a lot of people, people listening to the show, I'm sure they're familiar, their friends and family and whatever, know like them as, oh, the person who's really excited about it. And it's very interesting whenever you see that person then meet somebody else who's into crypto and they sort of connect the dots that like okay this is not just my like they understand conceptually of course there's people in the background who like the who are into this same niche but then once they meet another person it solidifies their mind like this is what it's all about this is the actual community that i'm hearing about and stuff so did that make a big impression on her or did it make her more convinced of all the bitcoin cash stuff you were doing with the business yeah um she she definitely has a better fully understanding of what it is and there's a community behind it and you know, there's you know people that will travel from every corner of the world to come and passionately share in it and uh that, that we have strong legs she's caught somewhere between that you've seen the practicality uh the, the investment level of it interest and then also like there's this third element of people that you know i find in life that you know they're usually like done good in their career and all this and it's like I just kind of want to go vacation in Spain for a couple of months and maybe changing the world's economic policies. Maybe I just go live out my days in a more relaxed way. And I find that a lot when I talk to, you know, that's why the young people I think are so, uh, so, and I'm not saying like not everyone's important, but they're so important because they have that fight in the wanting to change things in the world where, um, I'm not, I'm saying she's somewhere in between all that, but like, you know, where, where, you know, my, my, my nature and maybe other people's nature. And it's like, well, we can really, do something useful with this and uh, you know i don't know what why when, when someone doesn't get as fired up about it as me and like really you know because i tend even in my investing nature just to invest in things that like i want to see the world um versus like i wouldn't invest in like defense contractors to fight wars even though it may be a good return investment i just i'd rather i don't money doesn't mean that much to me you know like that kind of thing um so yeah i, I think uh but 
Yeah, she, she understands a lot better. She's a part of a, an, uh, an entrepreneur group that uh, it's really cool. And they, they've actually talked about Bitcoin Cash there and talking about the issues of the current financial system and talking about the banks, what we're seeing with banks failing is just the beginning too. And and she's explaining to them how Bitcoin Cash can be an answer to this and like they're open-minded to it. And uh, so it's that's very interesting. So she has taken a lot from it. Um, is she completely like weekly looking at the price and seeing what's going on and all that. Not, not, not quite there yet, but we got more work to do. No, no. Well, that's, that's kind of about what I expected, but that's really good to hear because again, that, yeah. Okay. She was more interested maybe in like having a nice time on the, on the beach and they kiss, but that to me, that kind of shows the, that, that shows the, the point of it, right. Is that it doesn't, it's good. Like the Bitcoin cash community were having a cool event that people would be interested in coming to just for its own sake. And then, you know, the BCH stuff comes along with it, right? That's ultimately once something starts succeeding is not once you have the hardcore rapidly, you know, obsessed about it, but once other people can sort of work it in with what they're doing and say, that's, that's literally the process of it going mainstream. So I'm, that, that's I'm a really real good point. That's a real good point. And I should think of it like that. Cause I'll be like, how do you not see it? How this is like the most important thing in our lifetime. <laughs> like that's yeah. how I'll be it. Um, well, that's it. That's what this show is, you know, but uh, <laughs> not everybody in the world is going to listen to this show. At least not yet. At least not until we're, you know, uh, but you're right. the global economy. Yeah. Every, every, yeah. And even like in the early, what is it, the Bitcoin gospel? Like, cause it was like back then, I think it, was, it came out like 2015. And it was just saying how like every time someone buys something, they're not, they don't want to be making a political statement or something. They just want to buy a cup of coffee or something or a hot dog. Like they don't, they don't want to just be like disobeying the government. They just want to like live their life. And, 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 you know, there's like definitely like a highly, I guess, if, you know, if you're saying like from a libertarian perspective, like it is like a, somewhat of a political thing, but like that's because there's a political fight to survive in it, you know, not, not that we want to be political with it. Just, the dollar so political too, if you think about it. So it's just a, an answer back to that. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Just providing an alternative and slowly getting into people's minds. So for the grade for merchant adoption, I've given the BCH community a C. So we've got like a, a pass, but not a fantastic one. My uh, reasoning for that is that the bitcoin cash city in townsville got to give them a huge shout out as always they're doing some great work argentina florida where you are slovenia with go crypto we've had uh some hot adoption hotspots going in there st kitts has been going okay but you know has been pretty quiet since the conference we haven't heard any more about that legal tender which they promised the report on there's been no report as yet so that might just not really come together at all you know, price improvement would help a bunch here. And also some better tooling would help a lot in terms of dev focus on slicker wallets and maybe some hardware integrations with um, tap to pay cards, stuff like that would be amazing. But the reality is that we're kind of spread thin with the small community size that we have. So I don't see anywhere really just rushing in with a a nice circular BCH economy. So I think we're doing good on this, probably better than any other coin out there pretty much, but I still can't really say this is a front that we're crushing it on at the moment. 
Yeah, I, I, when you when you compare it to other coins, there's no other community that really wants to use their coins more. And uh, the fact that we even have the efforts we have, you know, even going out there like onboarding users for Bitcoin Cash, it's like when I view that from like a market perspective, like I'm not competing against anyone too. Like in terms of crypto, I'm just competing against the dollar. And uh, so I, I got to give us a, a high grade in that. You know, definitely can tell like the Dash community really likes to use their coins and. Yeah, Monero certainly does a great job in the black markets and and all that, and um, so so I do think uh, in terms of that, I would give it a higher grade. I give us probably uh, maybe like a D minus. So give it a little bit higher, um, but yeah, definitely tooling. You know, like, there there's certainly can you know like what we have is very basic and simple and it works, and sometimes it's fine too, right? Like it's peer to peer cash. Like, in the, in the cash world, just cash is very simple peer to peer, you know, so it doesn't need to be overly complex, but we do need, you know, good integrations for to get on that next hot app or if cash rain can become like this really used, or, you know, we do need uh, the, the proper tooling. Then you say, is the crypto industry shifting away from the strategy? It's hard to say. Um, yeah, I mean, certainly mo most people don't care to use their coins, you know, and uh, which is, which is, strange from our community perspective it's like what are, what are you trying to do here you're trying to change the, the money we use like use it <laughs> so i would give us a slightly higher grade uh yeah saint kiss i'm not, I'm not sure you've yeah, probably heard i'm not i'm gonna go down and kind of rabbit hole with it but they're the the arrest of rolanda bryson bringing all kinds of drama and a video and the adopters over there uh i think maybe a causes a, a slowdown there I, I don't think it's necessarily all going away but i think it's certainly causing everyone's like hey we don't know what's going on and it turned out to really be nothing in terms of crypto which is unfortunate there was this big uproar about nothing so i think cooler heads will prevail price goes back up and uh all that bitcoin cash sitting on that island people will be like hmm <laughs> this is the <laughs> it's now worth 300 dollars or 400 so this is a pretty good idea to get this around so so i'm optimistic on, on st kiss in general but certainly uh i think it's just a, a bear market in a series of events why we're slowed down a little bit yeah yeah a pump a pump would do a lot to suddenly get people interested again i just bring up the point about the industry maybe shifting away from merchant adoption that's kind of runs in parallel but in two opposite directions so the first is that maybe four or five years ago especially around the time of the split and stuff the bch community was so much more on that okay we got to do merchants and yada yada and as time has gone on it's just proven that creating that physical network effect is so difficult as when there's a thousand things that can go wrong in terms of other oh, uh, tablet isn't charged and the person forgot their wallet and the people at the store have changed over and they don't know how it works and there's so many uh extra yeah. hassles to that that the crypto industry generally just piled more onto online type of strategies like the whole DeFi craze and all that because that just you just need a few devs and as long as they get that sorted and make something the end users want then it can just scale out from there and that network effect can build online with people getting into nft communities and all, all that kind of thing where they don't even need to meet up physically uh face to face right so in that sense i think the industry has been moving away from that and i think it's smart that the bch community is also obviously innovating and we're not regurgitating the same stuff expecting that to work but on the other hand, 
as crypto penetration spreads, the opportunities for kind of incidental, oh, wait, can you just pay me in crypto is going to get higher and higher, especially if there's a big uh, bull, bull run and loads of people are suddenly downloading the apps. I'm much more aware now of mates of mine and just in general discussion and whatever that people are like, yeah, I have some crypto. Maybe they have it on an app that's custodial. Maybe they have it on their custodial Coinbase or on Robinhood or something, but they have some. And just if those got to the point where they could just one click and send it to me instead of paying me via bank transfer, that's how we do it. Definitely. So I could see that that might come back into vogue, which is why I think it's really important that as much as we should diversify our strategy, we also definitely can't drop that strategy because if we're the ones with the best tools, when that hype comes back around, we'll be first to capitalize, right? Yeah, I think, I think you have a great point You know, in terms of we're, we're using separate hardware to, to do our thing too. And when, when the volume is not there to keep the staff very fresh on using it, you definitely like it can like even reuse the ruin the user experience of using it you know when, when it's not slick you're trying to get in and out so um you know one thing you know there there can be development uh with uh for at least where, where i specialize in like hospitality and further integration in inside of uh the pos systems and as that time comes and i do think the the online so many things are done online if you can and I do think cash is a great tool, you know, get more Bitcoin cash in more people's hands and getting the right people to use it to get it in more hands. And then like when you have the foundation of brick and mortars doing it, it's like the use of the incidental use. Oh, you do take it here. Okay. I'll, I'll use that too. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I, I, yeah, in terms of the crypto world, the people wanting to use their coins and merchants accepting it, there, there really isn't, it really isn't a coin better than Bitcoin cash at that. So it, and from that perspective, I have to give us like for the top of the class, like an A. But like I said, where we do lack and like the overall success of where we would want to be at this point, you, know, you can't say yeah, this is not we're not we're not we're not where we want to be for sure. You know. And I also feel one of the best ways, the best merchant onboarding strategy is to have merchants that just love crypto basically right because then like you're a classic example right because you're so keen on it and stuff there's no convincing needed you're even prepared to go the extra mile to get the gear set up to train the staff to educate people to put out stickers all that stuff instead of going to people and saying blah 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 if somebody can get interested in crypto on their own merits then if they happen to also own a shop or a you know, service or good or whatever, then then suddenly they're like, no, pay, now pay me in uh, crypto, mm -hmm. right? So I think that's also just as the natural spreading of yeah, adoption will also hit more of those people incidentally, right? There, there is there is a bit of that, and, and most most people do have a little bit of crypto. So the idea of getting some more by having some customers use it is not like a crazy idea, you know. There's an insanely amount of people that that have crypto, so it's. But um, but like some people will not want to accept it and only buy it on their phone. It's like, what's the difference here, guys? <laughs> um, so there's just there's just general confusion. And uh, but again, like getting people together, holding events like we're gonna hold, and uh, doing meetups, and you know, just trying to get things that are more inviting outside of you know people that are gonna like watch a long YouTube video, just make it more fun. I used to like the St. Kitts event with people that are just generally interested and wanted to come and lay on the beach and hear about it some more, like and just get more users involved that way. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, this is all still new to me being such a part of the community on like you know, how much we've grown. And I mean, I feel like we have grown tremendous since our first podcast. So 
uh, excited to see where we continue continue to grow and, and really excited for this next upgrade. You know, I think it's got uh, everyone a little excited that like we're, you know, we, we do have such good technical core developers and uh, this, this coin is going to continue to change and evolve over time. Yeah. So just before we get on to that, then can you just give me some benchmark stats? Maybe we can check in on it again next year if we uh, remember. So how many people came uh, to your meetup? How many people do you regularly get at the meetup and also uh, you told me before the show there was some bsv attendees as well too which i'm quite interested in hearing about okay uh yeah so we had a total of 19 people came uh two people no showed there's gonna be 21 19. um i live pretty close to kurt Wuckert now he uh he lives in delray beach and he's only like 10 to 15 minutes away from my restaurant actually uh so him and that term the name developer really he's a really good guy real smart guy uh both came out and um and joined and wanted to have a conversation and generally there's a little and i, I work with this other there's crypto connect palm beach that <laughs> sorry someone watched my show. all right we're gonna have an unscheduled intermission here chad how you doing man i'm doing all right i'm just uh just chilling do you have any thoughts on the what grade would you give the community on price and on merchant adoption uh price honestly i wouldn't i wouldn't give it a bad i'd give it at least a pass so a c like um i was in bch you know in the fork days so i remember purchasing bch when it was like 800 900 and i've earned much more than that at these low prices to cover any like unrealized loss i, I do want to make very clear uh and yeah i'm still accumulating like i don't i don't mind a low price uh, in fact, if we could go down a bit over the next two days, it'd be great for my any hedge contract. <laughs> <laughs> what about the merchant merchant onboarding? What's the grade for that? Uh, well, this was the first A plus first year I ever got to go to a physical location and live off of BCH. So I don't, yeah, complete bias on my end. I don't care. That's an A plus for me. It was fantastic. Uh, sorry, my, my, my dog gets uh, so upset when he hears about BSV. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> very righteous, very righteously. <laughs> um, but yeah, it did a hop back on it. They came out, uh, you know, Kurt, uh, they're not like, there's definitely like synergies, you know, both sides are, are you know, willing like to, you know, we, we talked about, you know, I was like, man, what do you, what do you think about? Like, they were able to like take people's coins from one wallet to another and kind of have like this weak defense of it. And it just feels like, I mean, they're down to what, like 30 something dollars now, they, but they just think so much what they're doing to innovate in, uh, in terms of like the large blocks and going where no one else is going, like is the right path. And, um, and uh, yeah, even though they're delisted anywhere, I'm like, you know, I asked them, like, even like, like, where can you even get BSV these days? Like, how do you expect the users to like find your coin and buy it? And he, and he just defended that. He's like, well, look what's happening in Bittrex and other people leaving the United States Coinbase is saying that they're mad at these regulations. He's like, it may be hard to get crypto anywhere. So I'm like, well, what I mean, I guess, but um, I guess <laughs> so. Um, and, uh, you know, I think he wants to stay close to BCH uh, as. And I think Kurt would be like the last person to leave, but I, I, do, I definitely think the days of BSV are, I don't know. I just, I, I don't see a real future for that coin, even though there's some really like decent people there and, and some fairly passionate people too. That uh, it just seems like they, they can't get out of their own way of 
you know, keeping any kind of fundamentals together for, even though we talk about the price of BCH, but like, hey, we've dipped down last, last bear market, we found out like $60. We didn't even go that low this time. So, but where BSV continues to make new lows and, um, and they're doing something somewhat interesting by exploring. And I think that will, as it continues to fall apart, uh, maybe, and where are they going to go next? They'll, they'll likely, I see you have an ongoing thread and here is to hear, hear your feedback on it. Uh, once all that falls apart, whatever they learned on their mega gig journey here, uh, they can just bring that over to BCH. Yeah. Well, I, here's the killer question then. So did, uh, Kurt and this other BSV guy, did they, did they pay in BCH at the meetup? He did not. He said he had like he had some left. I know. I like it. Okay. All right. Well, that's, that's, you know, there's two ways to take that on one, on one hand, I can kind of respect the intolerant minority strategy, but on the other hand, if he paid in dollars, well, then there you go. What a sellout. He checked to see if he had any, and he didn't even try to push like me to take any BSV either. Right. Yeah, well, that's right. That that well, yeah. He's how's he not going to do that? At your, he could have. I guess he could have tried to sell you on that and just said, "I've got some." I would have heard him out. I probably would have even taken it, you know, just to support the effort of crypto and like in, in the spirit of it being there. Um, but yeah, about, about a third of the nineteen people that came, probably about six or seven, paid with Bitcoin Cash, and uh, okay. and the rest paid. And um, but like I was more giving it out. Some people that had never touched it. Everyone got some Bitcoin Cash that was there and educational for them and uh yeah we're gonna i'm gonna do it every 60 days it's gonna be the uh the, the goal and you know really kind of you know work with the network of merchants that are accepting it and build towards my bigger event trying to create a whole fluent ecosystem around what i'm doing and there's another again there's another big uh group that i'm gonna be working with there's a there's a uh something called crypto connect palm beach and they throw all these events and like the guy like he lets me pay when i sponsor things in bitcoin cash but like, well, you don't meetups at bars. They don't even take crypto. And I'm like, just do them at my right. Like, we take crypto here. Do throw all your meetups here. And he gets like a few hundred people. And they're like all NFT people that don't even care about peer to peer cash. But like, the, you know, people, like I don't quite like get some of like the obsession with other things. But, like, but I'm not like against it either. But um, but yeah, what, what what do you see? Again, I mean, we talked about this year one. Maybe we'll kind of. Uh watch like the deterioration of BSV together and welcome them <laughs> as nicely as possible. But what, 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 I see this thread going and I have to ask you, what, what, what's your, how are you viewing this as someone that's like, so in, in, in the conversation of things? Yeah. Well on Twitter, I'm, I'm going to move away a bit, a bit from this for all the listeners and people who are following what I've been tweeting and stuff. I don't like that. I do spend kind of a, about as much time sort of, commenting on other stuff in crypto as i do actually talking about bch stuff right i'm gonna over the next year i guess uh transition more into the the bch stuff you know because we're gonna have more coming out with cash tokens and there'll be more to focus on uh there but i i do also have this idea i might do one last big thread where i'm just gonna catalog all the reasons that uh people always give all those same tired arguments i'll put them all in one big thread and then uh give a point score for each of them and then I'll never need to argue with any of these people on Twitter again, because I'll just be able to uh, quote, tweet them to the exact same one over and over and over again. <laughs> and it will just slowly stack up more and more and more views and likes as everybody's like, yeah, this has been used a hundred times. Look at how many times he's linked to it. <laughs> uh, so I think that might just finish all the arguments there, you know, by the 10th time go. that I've linked to it's over. 
you know, here's an example <laughs> quote tweet from three years ago, and here's 10 other times it's been quoted, right? So uh, cool. I might I might kind of do that, and then that will be my uh, majority exit. But I've got this um, thread going where I'm cataloging the decline of the other cryptocurrencies, the other Bitcoin forks, specifically BTC, BSV, and XCC. I don't have too much about XCC in there yet at the moment, but they haven't hit on enough snags uh, as to... Uh, the decline of all the lies and stuff starting to unravel. So I think it's actually quite good. And the reason I have it there and I have it pinned is because I'm not so much speaking to the average person who just comes onto that thread and thinks, what is all this? Like, it's going to be a bit over their head, but it's really for the long timers, for some of these BDC people or other people in Ethereum, maybe who've been around since 2015, since 2016, maybe, you know, before the splits and everything, who understand all the context and history, there's a lot to it. Because once you read this thread, I'm pulling together, there's quite a lot of different people in that thread. If you added up all of those people and all the different uh, huge followings they have and stuff, it's really intended to give a sense of how much the narrative is falling apart. So I, I have a bit of a mix there of the BSV and BDC ones, for the exact reason that BCH is the only one that it makes sense to converge on, right? If uh, a BTC person is more likely to come to BCH than they are to go to BSV or, or eCash, of course, maybe maybe Ethereum, but uh, you know, BCH was in all, all of the splits, right? That's not a, an accident. It's actually because it's the central, most reliable one that still follows the original peer-to-peer cash vision. So right. all I need... Yeah. Like, how is there not a fork over this change to the BSV protocol about being able to take someone's coins out of someone else's wallet? Like, BCH, we would absolutely have another fork if that happened. Like, if you <laughs> said, like, you could do that. And, you know, and it's part of like our, yeah, I, I never thought of that. We, we were part of every fork. BTC cancer, we are, you know, it's where I think in the short term it's caused us, you know, a lot of our price value, all the forks and all that. But it's, but we've really stuck on like this. These are, these are the principles. We're not going to sacrifice. We're not going to be unuseful peer to peer cash. We're not going to let, you know, some big personality take over and, you know, the telesetum in the protocol, you're not going to tax my coins. Like we literally just, we hold firm in a straight line. Um, and um, while, while it's been an Achilles heel to some extent, because we're not just grifting into whatever price value thing, but uh, I never, sorry, I had a comment on that. I never thought that yeah, we were part of every fork. Well, that sounds bad, but it's also like we're the core. Well, that's right. And it's so in my mind, and this is part of what this sh- show is about, is to hopefully realign everyone's understanding of the crypto story from being, you know, Bitcoin and then Ethereum and all this other stuff sort of branched off it. That's how people by default think of things. But the true story of crypto on the rise of global reserve currency is the BCH. So the BDC people were more the sort of side off fork, even though they were the larger one, because the story that's something people never really think about is why didn't BTC have further forks and and battles and all that in the immediate aftermath? It makes sense. Okay. They were on the winning side. Everybody was energized and stuff, but how was there not further political disagreement in a, in a vacuum? You might expect that 
the larger community would be more likely to have splinter groups. How were they the larger one? And yet they had less contention over it. Well, the answer, of course, is that they were already captured, right? So <laughs> the ship was already set and they had a lot of people who just, you know, uh, will shift their goalposts whenever a new narrative is presented to them. That's the actual reason. But then on the BCH side, the contention continued because it was still decentralized. There were still people vying for control and fighting over it. And there was potentially, you know, sabotage with the whole uh, BSV aspect, or maybe even the putting the tax coins in there. Maybe there was meddling to that. There's obviously people with different interests. And it it was really the proving grounds that BCH could resist a every kind of attack, right? The attack seemed to have, and then there was CoinFlex as well. Like some people have more of a conspiracy angle to that, right? Why is all this action going on in BCH if it's this, it's over a small dead coin? No, that's where <laughs> all the action is happening. Right? And uh, it's it's kind of amazing. No matter how low the price goes or how much everybody thinks it's it's done. No, it's, it's still where the main game is. And so uh, for this thread, I... It's really just about because somebody like um, what's his name, Eric Wall, or uh, what's his name, who's the guy who does Bitkit, and uh, what's his name, John something. Anyway, uh, one of them, they both have quite large sort of reach, and all I need to do is hit on one or two of them who read this thread and realize I need to listen to this guy's show. And then they'll listen to it and they'll realize, wait a second, this guy is right. <laughs> and then if they can swallow their cognitive dissonance, they'll be on board. They, they might not make a big show out of it publicly or whatever, but I've collected enough there. There's enough clues, enough breadcrumbs along the way that if you haven't been following this closely or you didn't notice all these different uh, people commenting kind of in the same vein, but when you see it one after the other, bam, 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 on the timeline like that, you know, uh, January the 22nd, January the 30th, February the 14th, March the 1st, you can really see how it's progressing and how more and more people are getting um, disenfranchised with the whole BDC falling apart and with BSV the same, right? So when it comes to uh, Kurt, for instance, I, don't, I haven't quoted him in that thread, I don't think yet, but he certainly made a few comments that I could probably... Put in there but i have to be selective because otherwise it's just a low signals to noise right but with bsv particularly at the moment it's really really seems to be on its last legs i completely agree with you from everything i can see some of the uh their core people that were left kind of moved over to the inscriptions on bdc they went over to that because ironically bdc has now become the mini bsv with storing <laughs> JPEGs and ordinals and all that, right? So yet again, it's that same peer-to-peer -peer cash because we've stuck on that path originally. That's now paying dividends, maybe not in terms of the price, but in terms of the fact that everybody's still cohesive and it's still the same thing. And it's becoming less and less tenable for BDC. They kind of went off into this whole digital gold thing. But now the most, some of the most influential and excited people are the ones into the JPEGs. So then they're going to be like, what are you talking about? Digital gold. And that's, you know, they're having their own <laughs> internal <laughs> tensions there. Right. I don't, I don't say the, um, the taproot wizards, uh, as they call themselves, the ones doing the ordinals and Eric Wall, Udi, uh, what's his name? Nick Carter. Yeah. I don't think that they're not going to be able to win a civil war on BTC though. They're doing some good work. I've actually been quite impressed with that. They've, 
They've tried to bring back some of that creativity and energy and interest from the early days of instead of just where this captured digital gold, they've kind of got the message that they were on the wrong side of things there. But now they're trying to kind of post-rationalize their, um, you know, the network effect of BTC and like, guys, we can still save it kind of thing. <laughs> that's that's not true because the problem is they don't, they, they, they do have a lot of clout, a lot of energy and excitement, but they're not the entrenched players. They just, they just aren't. They don't have the devs. Those guys are not, not devs and they don't have the connects in with Bitcoin. That's what the whole original war was over. It was over essentially the control of the core repository uh, because with that, you just got so much legitimacy that then the brand followed it. All the node operators just, you know, downloaded it mindlessly. What was the next upgrade, right? Very disappointingly, I thought people would be more aware they weren't. But in, in the end, that's what it was. So those critical levers of power are still held by the sort of more traditional laser eyes camp so the taproot wizard saying oh, okay we're going to do it a two megabyte fork that briefly got floated but i haven't heard any more about it that it's just not going to work but what they could do if they could realize wait a second bch is the savior that's been sitting there the whole time let's jump on board this i mean it's hard to do because they're gonna have to take such a public l to do it and say, but maybe if things degenerate in their own conflict enough, they can say, yeah, screw you guys. Actually, BCH is now closer to what we want, which is a bit of cope, but maybe they can wrangle it that way, right? And the same thing is happening on BSV, if you notice, like some of these people have now uh, left recently. Uh, Joshua Hensley, who's another guy like like Kurt, he's on the payroll at CoinGeek, so he's not going to be making any fast moves out of there but even to him he's putting out videos like were we wrong guys and of course his answer was no not really but he's he's thinking about it. he's making content about that and it's really starting to set in on them now that things have been bsv has now been what four years it was in 2018 so coming up to five years since they kind of went to do it their own way and they're like when you're in the minority side it's very easy to think Guys, we're gonna we're gonna show them up. We're gonna win. We're gonna you know. Uh, that's what every minority fork is thought. That's what BCH thought. That's what uh, BSV thought. That's what eCash thought. You of course you think no, the stupid idiots who are in charge. Like we'll show them. We'll do a better job. But so far that hasn't panned out for any of them. And of those uh, three cases, BSV has done by far the worst <laughs> in it terms of realizing their their vision. Right. It's interesting in BSV's case too, because they had Radiant and Novo, and I'm almost certain Radiant was a BCH fork, uh, like Daniel Krawitz's matter pool, like, oh, we're going to do BSV, but without the Bitcoin Association copyright stuff. And then rather than forking BSV, they forked BCH. And like, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is all coming back to the, Everything starts with BCH. We're the most consistent peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash system. And if you want to do something, you want to make a side chain for us, go to it. <laughs> like you're coming home Well, Nexa, <laughs> Nexa did the same thing, right? The Bitcoin Unlimited team have done Nexa, right, right, which is yeah. technically not a... It's, it's a fork, but there's two kinds of forks. It's a fork of the code base, but it's not a fork of the blockchain. So they started from the BCH uh, fundamentals, essentially, 
but they also started, you know, wiped out all Satoshi's coins and everything and started from block one, which is completely fine. Fair enough. They wanted to do that their way. They did a different thing. But what, what did they choose? BCH, because no doubt it has the most solid uh, node protocols and the fundamentals of what you actually need to cook up to make a workable currency. Everybody knows that. So that's the thing. As BCH has just been slowly forging along, step by step, it's like a marathon runner, right? Real life is a marathon, not a sprint, especially for technologies. And so we're just slowly winning out, you know, inch by inch these these niches. And people who have these wrong-headed other ideas, like in BDC, they had a lot of momentum, so they got quite a long way, but it's now starting to come unstuck quite a bit, really, with Michael Saylor being in charge of the community at the top of the pile saying, guys, we need to coexist with the US dollar. Like the cognitive dissonance is truly starting to get get flowing among some of the people there, uh, you know, who are on that side. Wait, are we really the cypherpunks? Lightning Network hasn't really panned out right. That's a mess. BSV, like eventually just Craig Wright's lies have been exposed enough that even the people involved are starting to think this is not what another lawsuit that is he just announces i'm going to be in another lawsuit which he'll claim he wins after he's lost and only on his own outlets does it explain how it was a glorious victory that the judge awarded them where on every other like he's now potentially going to be in contempt of court for lying to them over and over and eventually he's just going to get put in jail or something if he just he can't keep dodging these bullets forever so it's sort of like a sad life it's like that is that what you just want to live your life in court suing everyone, all this. And, that. and that's why it's getting delisted everywhere. Like, we're not going to be under exchange if you keep on suing us. Stop suing us. <laughs> like, yeah, it's the most fascinating thing, right? Because almost any other, like the cryptocurrencies are generally not fighting that much. Like BDC and BCH, people will debate and all, but the, the miners are not out attacking us from BTC. You know, they're not raiding our meetups or any, anything like that bsv is so bad that the entire industry is like okay you guys we have to put a stop to this yeah. the live and let live does not extend uniquely not to bsv because they're causing so much and you know from, that they started I, I don't think the coping will be that incredibly difficult for people to come back to bch you know they they could tell some story and justify it and be like Go back to the tweet of Gavin Andreessen saying Bitcoin Cash is what I worked on for all those years, and you, you even saw and um, like it's it's odd now. I, I'm not sure if you follow much of uh, Richard Hart. Like he he was such a difficult mind during the block size war, and uh, and he was such a good debater. Like I, I, I I've gone back in the last year, I think I watched the debate he had with Roger Veer, um, and like. He's like he was such a good debater, even though he was wrong. He like you could you could feel like he won, and then years later, all he does is shit on the maximalists that he fought so hard, and he talks good about Bitcoin Cash often. So like the coping isn't like that hard for these people to unravel, and um, and when you just look at how lost you know this whole community, peer to peer electronic cash, this whole idea has gotten, and we're still still there. <laughs> I think a return to home is not that hard of a hard of a trip to get to, and. Um, yeah, like I said, sailor leading uh, in saying we need to coexist with the dollar and just hemorrhaging investor money and into making it work. And it, who's he even had to sell it to? Like, he's got so much. Like, how can he literally even sell that much? It's silly. 
so yeah, I don't think the coping will, will, will be that hard because the fundamentals are just so simple and aligned. But I know the biggest complaint is they feel like the, the co-op of the brand and we can debate that back and forth, uh, pretending to be Bitcoin and all that. And, uh, that's such a lost conversation, but it's like if we're pretending to be the brand, yet we're still using blockchain. <laughs> they don't even want like I'll always say like that. You know why didn't if Satoshi was so great and he has love Bitcoin? Like why didn't he create the Lightning Network? You know like if that's <laughs> if that's the answer. Well, one thing that will say is that he did, and it is true. I believe there is actually a Satoshi quote where he talks about nobody has any idea. Gosh, we're just going to start another Jeremy Rand here, but nobody has any idea how fucking genius Satoshi was. It's yeah. actually ridiculous. Everybody is kind of like, yeah, Satoshi was so smart. He came up with this revolutionary invention that this is like people that don't even understand, can't even comprehend the white paper, white paper like Satoshi was such a genius. But if you can actually read the white paper, it's not a, okay. It is about money and stuff like that. But as the technical document, the fact that it, all the, it all checks out. The engineering actually checks out. It's insane. And then the fact that uh, people say like all this DeFi stuff. What if Satoshi knew about all of that? He was, can you imagine? He's like trying to explain to people, uh, you know, cavemen. He's like trying to explain to them fire while in his mind, you know, imagining the rocket ship, right? It's just nuts uh, how far ahead of the game he, he was, but... And not to go too far down this little rabbit hole, but did you see the, the you may have covered on a previous episode and stop me if, if you did, but the, the, the Mac computer with the white paper in it that, that came yes. with it. Yeah. Did we talked about that? one of the recent episodes. Yeah. yeah. Um, Great news for BCH, of course. Fantastic. How many people fucking read the white paper finally? Right. Finally. Right. <laughs> um, but I, I thought that was interesting. There's the, the way the dates of Steve Jobs death and his disappearance. And you know, he wasn't a developer, but like, like, you could, I was playing around with like Wozniak, like loves, loved Bitcoin from an early time and understood from a technical level. Like if they had this one last project together, that would be cool. But I think it's a very unlikely problem. That's an angle I've never heard. That was one I didn't know about. Steve Jobs, the secret Satoshi. What year did he die? 20, he died oh, shortly oh, after, a few months after uh, Satoshi disappeared. So like the dates right. like check out a little bit. And it's so it's a fun little mind. I think it's not probable, yeah. but like the. It, like it could work out. It's an interesting thought experiment, but even though it's, it's not, not my favorite theory, but it's a good one. I like right. it. I do like it. <laughs> yeah, certainly not where I would be putting my bets on being I agree. Uh, Satoshi, but it's it's it is it is nice that it lines up lines up like that. Um, anyway, so that all all that is to just say, yeah, the narrative is is falling apart in these other coins. Time is just slowly cutting away all their lies and delusions. And it's unfortunate that they're going to have to cope and come back. But like you say, I think there's enough there that they can sort of rationalize it. And for somebody like Kurt, if he's listening, please come back. Uh, you're welcome back into the community. I really think it's important that we offer sort of a hand of friendship to these people. Of course, when they come back, should we immediately then listen to all their ideas no probably not <laughs> probably if they come back and say no no guys uh we we you know bch is great i love bch i want to be part of it but why don't we just uh add some more on-chain wizards no sorry you guys had your chance you did it your way and it didn't work so maybe just you know take it come into the room you're welcome in the room but just Sit, sit by the side and just listen in for a while. You know, you, you've, you've, you've burnt your chance to be uh, 
guiding the ship right here uh mm-hmm. but you're welcome on board that's kind of going to be my attitude because it would be yeah. very helpful and hopefully some of those people can understand okay some of our ideas didn't work out like however we want to you know say it to ourselves basically yeah I, I think i think there would be enough there to, to, to hear everyone and uh yeah and then just just like i said kurt he didn't maybe he'll learn how to spend his crypto at, at my restaurant by then <laughs> <laughs> so you remember it's a cash system you know just use it for that uh but yeah no that's uh like I said, besides that, they, they were good. There was I forget the developer's name. He was he's been around for a while, a long time in the, in the Bitcoin days too. And uh, they're you know he's very tech mind. So they they do have some talent over there. And like I said, we have all opportunity from the old people that may come over. And then again, we have new people coming into crypto every day. We had a ton of newer people that were introduced in the last bull market. We have a lot more people. And, it, and like uh, you know, they don't always find Bitcoin cash right away. They could be working in Litecoin or Ethereum now and all that. And um, you know, it's, it's, it's so interesting when I see these new people in the community and what got them here and what, why they're fired up. And it's, it's a good reminder as we, you know, we've been here for, you know, since the fourth days, but uh, it's so excited to see new people come in and getting excited about peer-to-peer cash. Yeah. And just one final point on that is that people don't really understand that a lot of what is built or is done by those people, they're huge value adds because they can, okay, they're going to have to drop some of the fringe stuff of what they were doing but a lot of it's transferable like kurt for instance he runs a big uh bitcoin mining pool right so all he has to do is just download the bch software kind of give up on some of his other stuff that's a bit nonsense and boom now the bch community has another solid miner who already knows most of the history already was involved in a lot of the stuff already has a lot of credibility in rep and can say to everyone okay guys i changed over to bch but it's still bitcoin you know what i was telling you about probably half the people he's told about bitcoin have forgotten that it was bsv anyway if you told them yeah yeah bch they, they wouldn't even know the difference right <laughs> so those those people or uh, eric with his taproot with his stuff all the clout he has and everything that is all transferable uh so it's really not um that that big of a deal like if we can get those people over they'll be huge Value at, at least, sure. at least, they, at least, I think what we're saying here is all these people know that they have a plan B. You know, <laughs> exactly. exactly. We, we think your coin is the plan B for the plan B. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and you know, and I'm looking forward to the first tweet that's one of those people in that thread does, where they say like, "Guys, I fucked up. I'm moving over to BC." At some point, somebody's going to make that that tweet, and then I'm going to put it in that thread. And it's going to be ballistic because then everybody can look at as I've documented the little uh, problems all emerging, and then the first person to break break ranks that'll be it because that'll just signal to everyone else you got you got to jump in on this now because if you don't you're going to be left behind right. Social consensus is such a weird thing it just it's gradually then suddenly it just dies because it's in their subconscious like you said the breadcrumbs you're leaving out there you know and it's and one and it takes one person to have the courage to say you know what you know i gotta you know i gotta follow my sword a little bit here this other person did uh let's join you know so yeah i think in terms of dynamics but again that's that's one community there's there's several other opportunities and then there's the people that every day you know that that are are join you know that's that, that gets me so fired up is it, honestly the, the new people again the old people there you, you know i i i like it but there's the market we're still we're barely a trillion dollar market you know so there's, there's still so much more to be had so many more users and uh yeah that's why we're, we're here today and we'll be here for christmas and next year too 
<laughs> right. So let's crack on with that then. So the next uh, subject on our report card, the next, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what do they call it? Class. The next class uh, is the protocol slash node development. So for this one, I have actually given us an A minus. I think in this case, BCH is genuinely an industry leader and there's not too many holes in that. Cash tokens coming out. Uh, obviously, the other sort of related updates as well too. We've had strong updates the last couple of years which have led up to this. The chip process is working really well in terms of the cash improvement process, the governance process, all that's doing great. BCHN, Knuth, and Verde all have cash token support already ready to go. Bitcoin Unlimited is working on it. BCHD, they're a bit shaky. Uh, and Flowey, I know, is not prioritizing it because they've got some other stuff that they want to work on first. But the point is, we have a bunch of node implementations. That's all being rolled out. We've got some industry-leading tech. It's very solid at the technical level. And you can see... Uh, at least I can see, uh, because I follow this stuff quite closely, over the last couple of months, and we'll see a ton more of this over the next year or so, that some of the innovation, because cash tokens, it's all, it's all been already prepared, right? The spec has been written and the all that is starting to roll out. But the, the dev action is now starting to move up a layer into the tools. And that's why we've been seeing flip starters for mainnet.cash, right? Uh, LibAuth has had recent uh, V2 releases. Um, these kind of things are, are bubbling up. Um, what's his name? Chris Troutner. He's doing a lot of great work as well too there with the Permissionless Software Foundation. Like that, that kind of layer of things is now starting to get a little bit more attention and has been for a while. And so the next layer after that is going to be end, end facing user apps and so on and so forth. So it starts at the protocol level and then bubbles up over a period of two to three years, right? And so stuff like cash tokens has been in the works for more than two years. Uh, the PMV3 initial stuff like that was in 2021. So uh, yeah, I just went crushing it. There's no, there, I'm sure there's no other coin that has anything remotely close to how powerful and technically solid this is. And that will be, like you said about me making uh, predictions and stuff like that, I think people are people are sleeping on this or are they even unaware of it it's a point i made in the telegram group recently that things have a lag time so for even for people who are quite involved like even people in the crypto industry that they might think oh bch they might still be confused about the difference between bch and bsv or the last they heard it was in a civil war with <laughs> like xcc and don't really know what happened to that right people don't refresh their due diligence. I'm sure I'm probably two years out of date on what's going on in Dash or in Monero or something like right. that because yeah. just whatever their cutting edge stuff is, it hasn't filtered out through the general consciousness into, oh, well, I really need to look into this or hear about this or there's no exciting development to get me to read up on whatever they're cooking up, right? So I think in two years' time, if I had to make a prediction for our call in two years, I'm sure at that time there will be some people finding Bitcoin and saying, wow, it's cash tokens. This is this is killer. <laughs> We're releasing it now, but they'll find out about it in two years once there's already five apps and one of them gets big and that's how they hear about it, right? But those foundations have already been baked in. So, yeah, I think we're doing fantastic. The things 
that I would like to see improved here. I mean, well, it's already an A minus, it's already excellent, but uh, just some more nodes being run. I think BCH still only has, you know, about a thousand nodes or something like that. Hopefully, as we get more devs into the community, especially, but just as the community grows, hopefully, we attract a few more people who get have their home nodes set up. Maybe some BDC people who already run a node, they run a BCH node next to it. Uh, some of these BSV people as well, they would be classics to get back because oh, we've got our giga blocks or whatever, so it should be no problem to run a BCH node. Um, yeah, but I think we're crushing it on this. What do you think? How are you feeling about cash tokens and protocol type innovation? I'm, I mean, I'm very excited uh, about cash tokens. Um, and like I said, I, I don't know exactly what other, I mean, you're not that close to communities where the innovation is there, so how it compares. Um, but yeah, I, I do feel like, um, you know, just the level, even like, um, when you're seeing other innovations, like let's say Ethereum changed the proof of stake and again, they try everything they can to improve their fees problem and it never goes away. And like, we have that so foundationally taken care of where we're a low fee chain and, uh, you know, we can still, you know, create more innovations and people can find our chain and not want to spend the silly amounts of money to be over there and have their money safe on chain, you know, which, you know, we, we have the whole smart BCH issue, which, you know, we dealt with doing things off chain that we would be solve the, the issue of counterparties, but doing things at the protocol level, uh, I, I, you know, while, while you brought up good in your last episode that, uh, the price ain't going to go ballistic on May 15th, but it's the foundation that in two years from here, the reason why we're doing so well and gaining more market share is because what we did on May 15th, that took two years before that to build, you know, it's not these instantaneous things It's not get rich quick per se, which a lot of uh, crypto has. Um, yeah. And while, while I'm not, I don't fly as close to the sun on the innovations of other projects. Um, you know, I just, I think Bitcoin Cash, having innovation, having low fee, that makes it so attractive when it's when we start pulling from those other communities, um, if we can allow innovations to take part at that level. Um, BCHD, is that, a, who wants to that, Josh? That's, yeah, Josh and Chris Troutner, I think, were the two kind of involved in that, but they've both got a ton on the, on the okay. plate. Chris, I'm surprised. So, yeah, not Troutner. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> my, my bad then. <laughs> Sorry to both of those people. <laughs> um, well, I, I hope they, they 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 do support. I'm sure they will at some point. Um, but yeah. Um, but no, yeah. I mean, I, so I would say just from my own level, you know, um, and even with a coin that I think you mentioned, you were you were slamming a little bit on a ICP computer, which has Bitcoin Cash, on how they just get like this VC money to pump. Like we don't have like VC money to pump. We just have a core development of people that like really believe in something. And we don't have like the biggest price appreciation to throw around a ton of money. And we're still just making things happen. Um, and I think that's a real, like it's a real community, real fabric, really something that can build and mold off of. Um, so yeah, I think it's great to see during the, the, the bear market. And uh, again, yeah, in two years when we're in 2025 and people, it, it puts us in the headline, headlines of, new innovations and people using our tool that have found crypto because it's so much more useful. I think it opens that opportunity. So I, I, I would probably say, well, I can't see what everyone else is doing. Given the circumstances, we don't have VC money flooding in. Uh, like I, whatever. <laughs> that was so funny. I you're shitting on them. Anyways. Um, <laughs> the ICP, really, man. They got it. They, they just seems to have got a bit of a response because I had somebody come in the YouTube comments and try and like rag on me about it saying, why are you shitting on ICP? Their coin is doing better than yours. You say that there's no community, blah, 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 blah. And I said to them like, okay, well, you know, ICP might have pumped up the 
rankings, but uh, do they have an ICP podcast? Can you link me to that? Where is their community discussion? Where is their 78 episodes with a whole variety of interesting people that are passionate about the project? Like that doesn't exist when at a, a telegram uh groups you know are there people excitedly chatting about icp maybe there's a lot of bots saying when admin or whatever but there's not real <laughs> people in there right where is where is the reddit uh, community where is all the twitter banter about icp you know, our, our reddit's up our reddit's up to we're over a million people man yeah, but it's it's pretty dead. Like, there's not as many people in BTC. By the way, shout out to slash r slash cash tokens and slash r slash Bitcoin Cash podcast. Get in on those hot up and coming subs. But yeah, so this guy was just trying to say to me, "Oh yeah, ICP. You know why are you like ragging on that?" And I, I mean, I that's fine if ICP is doing great. It's doing it's doing great. But it was just funny because he tried to say like, "Oh, your your episode only has 241 views. Like that's nothing." And I said, "Well." How many views has your podcast got? Fucking zero. So, you know, if you had uh, if you had one, you might discover two hundred and forty one views isn't two hundred forty one percent better than you. <laughs> that's right, exactly. Yeah. And that's that's even with the you know, I mean, there's also the audio downloads. There's the Twitch. There's a I know, lot I know. of stuff. So, but it's just funny. It's just thousands of people yeah. by the end yeah. of it. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, I, I mean, I would join you there, you know, especially with the, with the you, know, you know, we we all have to hold back our expectations. Nothing exciting is going to happen right after May fifteenth, but it lays the foundation of things to happen over the coming years. And uh, and so I, I would join you right there. A minus B plus, you know, it's and you can probably speak more from the, the technical levels that you, you do development. Um, but I would be interested in getting involved on somewhat um, on, on, on helping out with the, the node side. And I wouldn't mind doing a little bit of mining at my, my, my uh, warehouse. I'll probably have to uh, get a little technical help to get me set up, but uh, um, I'd like to play my part in that and hopefully I can, I can help that side of it. <laughs> Ask Kurt about it. Ask yes. Kurt. That would be, that'd be a classic. Hey man, help us get some, set up some BCH mining. That'll, that'll show him which ways the wind is blowing. You know, if suddenly yeah, the mining yeah. is kicking off in, you say, I don't want to mine any VSV. Don't give me any of that nonsense. Like only the, the real peer-to-peer -peer cash. No gigablocks. Uh, right, right. I'll probably start towards the, the end of this year. I got, I got, we got some money coming in. I'll probably buy some ASICs and get something set up over there. But I, I got some That'd extra. super sick. What's that? Oh, that would be so sick. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get it going. It's been on. It's been on. It's it's, it's on the road. We're, we're gonna, we're, we're you know we're gonna do it at some point. The end this year seems probable. So all right, I have to I have to remember to ask about that <laughs> next year. Do you have a grade for protocol nodes? How are we doing? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, just I think probably I'm so excited about cash tokens. And I'm gonna lean towards that A minus number. Um, and also the any &E hedge guys, those guys are fantastic. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna again with my new videographer bringing the channel back. I want to show people how to use uh, Bitcoin Cash as you know stable on chain. Um, those guys, you know, and then just going and trouting or spending time with these people, which I've had the opportunity. Uh, we do have some fantastic minds, and uh, yeah, and it's, it's just we we we're a different community than others. We're not. We're not the get rich quick. We're building things to change the world. And we believe that will get us rich in time and we're not willing to sacrifice on it. And those are the kind of people that, you know, like when you run a company, like I, I run businesses, when I have people that are there because they love the company, it, my, my companies run so much smoother versus people that are there just to make money. 
you know, it, it, it's very intertwined and it, and it works and, and we have that. And that's a huge competitive advantage to have. Yeah, absolutely. Foad says uh, every May 15th adds to the snowball. And I think that's that's true. That's something uh, that's also another reason that I'm doing this uh, thread and trying to get people to look into it is because you really have to understand that, okay, it's now been five or six years. BCH has got a lot of stuff in that people just don't think about or take for like the difficulty adjustment. You know, that was a huge thing. That was a whole like maybe not cash tokens level, but that was a whole thing that the community had to debate and discuss and get in there and roll out in all the nodes and everything like that. And now BCH is just fine at any hash rate, basically, because of that. And that's not something that anybody ever considers, but that's just paying dividends day after day after day after day. And if the BDC side ever realize, oh, wait, we're in a bit of a mess and we got to catch up, well, they're, okay, they're not even at you know step five. They're at step negative four because they've already put in segwit and taproot they put all this garbage into their chain they've got ordinal wizards in there like that they're gonna have to disallow or and that's gonna create a disaster and like it's just mm -hmm. no no contest really but um, hopefully some of the ogs can can look at these threads and, and realize what's going on okay next one is the wallets so i'm giving us a b minus for the Bitcoin Cash ecosystem state of the wallets. Now, the negative side is that the Bitcoin.com wallet is falling off a cliff. I'm sick of it. <laughs> like it's just got more and more ads. The as a whole company, they're moving away from Bitcoin Cash. Uh, they're not going to be rolling out cash tokens live, which is fine. You know, for everything, I'm not saying there's any problem with Bitcoin.com. Not beefing with them. All I'm saying is they're certainly not prioritizing bch at, at this stage and that's a shame because it's been such a hallmark of the the community and the updating so that's a big negative but the positive is that the alternatives are emerging that's the beauty of the free market right there as bitcoin.com have been slowly declining and declining we've been seeing a surge in alternatives paytaka is absolutely crushing it i do intend to do some more focus on all the stuff they've been doing at some point we just haven't uh found the right time and place for it uh zap it have also been doing really good work obviously we talked about the cash tokens wallet from uh matthew last last week stack wallet who i don't know very much about but they're kind of a multi-coin wallet they have been hyping up bch more and getting more involved and obviously if we can get a bunch more of momentum then uh, other wallets will also suddenly get excited to to build on on bch or to make it more prominent to their customers or in their you know put it on the home page or or whatever there's loads of wallets there's edge wallet and there's obviously the coinbase wallet and binance wallet and whatever so if we can get a bit of momentum going then suddenly the wallet problem will partially just solve itself because everybody else will will pile in but for things like cash tokens they are a specific thing it's not like they can just copy paste in their bdc code right they have to go to the effort to do it so that will take a big hurdle to get going, but I'm confident that that we can get there. And I'm very glad to see that, even though I don't think we have the world's best array of wallets just yet, I see the promising alternatives are coming through to replace the sort of failing Bitcoin.com. So that's my take. What do you think? Uh, you know, uh, towards Bitcoin.com, you know, I actually had the opportunity to have uh, dinner with uh, Dennis Jarvie, the the CEO, and uh, some of their 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 um, 
other name. They're really nice guys. I'm trying to remember some of their names, Jason. And uh, there was some other one, uh, really nice guys. And, uh, you know, I know years ago as Roger stepped down as CEO, brought in Dennis, uh, like the overall, the vision of the company became less the a coin agnostic business, but like, like the general goal of the company is to create more economic freedom for people with governments. And, uh, and I do think like Bitcoin cash fits in that fabric, but they're, I think they just, they want to be more multi-coin and I don't want to get in a verse and all that, but it's another story. Um, uh, but so, you know, I think they're, they're, so falling off a cliff, like it still is a good wallet to use, you know, and, and it's, it's very usable and like the shareable link feature is very slick. And, uh, um, but I do think them moving away isn't necessarily a bad thing, but like, cause I don't, I don't think they're leaving. Like some of these guys are the most Bitcoin cash that work with the company, but the most supportive people you ever, they were there for it all. And in the dinner I have with them, I don't know so much about Dennis, his views, but like the staff that was there, that's been with the company for a long time where, where they were so excited to come with me and buy a pizza and Bitcoin cash at a restaurant on board. Like they were some of the coolest. So I don't want to be, even though like I want them to be coin agnostic, like at some level. And the, the, I think they're waiting for Bitcoin Cash to prove more to them. I think and I, I don't think they'll leave the coin entirely, but I do think it allows us to, you know, have more development. Um, so I, I know the, the pay tacker guys. I, I haven't really. I tried playing around with my phone. I don't. I don't think in the United States I have the access to do it. Uh, we got the rollout of Zapit at, at the St. Kitts conference, which was probably like the biggest takeaway from the whole conference. Like we had such a ginormous company and user, you know. Uh, that might be the biggest thing from that ever happens from the whole St. Kitts thing is that we have this connection from St. Kitts to India. And, you know, we have, they're, they're, they're valuing the non-custodial version of it. It's not just some, com- you know, it's, that was really cool. Um, yeah. So, and, and, and it's good to see all, you know, people, again, Bitcoin.com moving away again, has opened up this opportunity, you know, even like, let, let's say with the Bitcoin Cash podcast, when uh, the other big podcast, I'm trying to remember what Colin instead, like when, when he left the open opportunity yeah. for you, other people have it, it creates more market advantages. So the fact that we're diversifying so much may not end up being a bad thing. And uh, as we continue to improve, I think as a company, as I think Bitcoin.com, they're, they're a business first. They're just trying to do very profitable things. Um, I think that again, they will lead back home more to Bitcoin Cash. They haven't, it's not like deleted off the app, you know, so I don't think. Um, but I guess maybe share more of your uh, your perspective or your your negative feeling towards it. I guess. <laughs> well, <laughs> the same the same as you. I don't want to go out. I'm not out bashing them. I don't think they're doing any damage, uh, right. uh, really. Just in in so much as I mean, they're in that position where I've onboarded tons of people to to Bitcoin exactly. Cash, and usually that's the easiest way to do it. They've got the nice name there that people can trust the nice little pops up the nice green received and everything i know it's going to work it's great it's great i'm still using it today right so yeah they're not they're not doing that badly like don't get me wrong but on the other hand i can just yeah i'm very forward thinking kind of uh person you know so in two years do i think bitcoin.com is still going to be the best option no so from that, that kind of point of view and i understand why they're doing it i understand they've got business realities and the first thing they need to do is not go out of business i mean if they go out of business perpetually chasing a bitcoin cash that wasn't working out for them then that's no good for anyone but on the other hand every time you know sometimes if i open the app and that pops up another one of those fucking ads i'm just like <laughs> get, get me out of here get me out of here so i'm really glad that we've got the alternatives with uh pay Taco. Zap it. Somebody else has suggested uh, decentrally focused 
suggested electron cash there is an electron cash mobile app also to the electron cash desktop app is amazing although it's a bit sort of power user focused the mobile apps is a bit limited i think it's also only on android if i remember right so it's good but it's, it's yeah limited. maybe not but uh, yeah, yeah. Your flip starter i saw like some of the more recent ones came on you could use just like the click to the wallet Yours was just the how to use Electron Cash. You got funded so fast, I couldn't even get to my desktop in time to to don't to pledge. But uh, you, can, you can pledge the next one. But there's uh, uh -huh. yeah, there was um, Said was making some upgrades to yeah. I wanted to do the one that you could just scan and and send in. I I did, I did want to, but he was uh, doing some maintenance on it, so okay. he had some kind of problems with people tr trying to like scam him somehow by like creating endless amounts of flip starters or something so he was trying to figure out some kind of ddos defense i told him he should just charge five dollars to host a flip starter paid in bch would be obvious i would do that in a heartbeat but yeah. i don't know uh where he's I, I, i've had some bch loss donating to flip starters as i don't know like i gotta make sure to protect the seed phrase first it's weird on the phone i don't know if that's what he's doing the maintenance to um but uh yeah i, I like I, the, the experience in that hasn't been the best like i've, I've lost money doing that but um, yeah the the key point is uh, there's actually usually a way to get the money back which is that if you just donate enough to finish the campaign then it will pay out so if you trust the person who's running the campaign even if you donated and uh oh, yeah. you know then the flip started got stuck you, you could still do it but of course you have to trust them because if you send in the rest of the cash and they don't send it back well then right, you've been right. scammed and you're screwed but yeah there's a there's still some rough edges that need working out there for sure when the early days. The early days. <laughs> <laughs> when you say that you've lost funds, do you mean like you see it in your wallet, but you can't spend it or like you don't see it? No, no, I, I, I donated to, this is actually Chris Troutner's, uh, the flip story that I donated and uh, uh, then the money never went there. They never showed up there. And that, so I asked Chris, like, hey, I donated, uh, not, not sure. And he looked around and like asked some other guys and they just couldn't find it. And I actually, I don't think he got they said it went some so they said when you donate you can like create a seed phrase so like if, in case right. that happens yeah yeah and I didn't do that because like i never intended to get my funds back after i donated either yeah, so, yeah. Kind of, so I, but now i know like always protect everything um but it, like i said hopefully that it gets worked out um so, yeah i know if you're using the electron cash plugin then it'll freeze those coins and you won't be able to spend them until you like unfreeze them manually uh, okay. But yeah, I've only used the web wallet once and the campaign got funded, so I didn't. Nice bunny. Hmm. Oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's <so funny. laughs> right, That's so, basically the trade-off, right? Everybody says, oh, we just want a wallet that you can just scan and send it in. Well, you can do that, but the way that that works is obviously they've created a wallet on your behalf, which you don't have access to. So if it doesn't get funded, well, then you're not going to get it back unless you remember to back it up. And so then... You've made it easier by you can just scan and you don't have to mess around with the plugin. But then on the other hand, now you have a new hassle, right? So it's really just a, a question of, of trade-offs with with everything. So Ryan, hit me with a grade for wallets. How how are we doing on that? You know, I, again, you know, maybe I need to go play with more coins and, and more wallets um, to, to give a better perspective. Um, like I said, when I introduce people to crypto, it's like the best experience they've ever had using the Bitcoin.com wallet. But again, I, I feel like us not having a diversification that's like I feel that confident in to be a competitor yet is is a problem. 
but um, in terms of usability, like I still don't like have a better one to use. So again, like I, I see you forecasting out, you see that this company is moving away from this. So, um, so I would say, yeah, I, I'd be right there. I, I think you're pretty spot on with that. And it's good to see the community speaking out and seeing that we need an alternative and people like you that are so influential saying, guys, we need to, you, you brought this up to me, I think well over a year ago, you know, we, we need more or more wallets. Um, and, uh, and, and we're getting them. So that, that's even more positive. So I, I would say, you know, being minus, I'm right there with you, maybe a C plus, but again, like I've played around with Cake Wallet with Monero. I think it's cool for what Monero does. And, um, you know, looking at other coins, you know, waiting for like a real good non-custodial Doge one to come out one day. I, I haven't seen like that. And like, like who, who else, you know, Dash, you know, they got their thing going on. Um, but you know, I, I, I just, I can't really get into Dash, it doesn't excite me. Um, but in terms of other coins, Lightning, if, you know, I've used Moon before and I've had some payments not work and go through. Like, that's like the non-custodial Lightning options, not very efficient. If you want a KYC into Strike or something, I guess. But that's not really, you're not using crypto, you know, in my, my opinion, when you're doing that, so it doesn't even count. So while we're not doing the best at everything, we, uh, you know, we're certainly doing a lot better than others. So I, I think we're there. Jed, what's your opinion? I'm curious your opinion of someone that uses crypto so often. I'm also home most of the time. Uh, so I don't get the push notification ads from the Bitcoin.com wallet so long as I am home. And thank God for that, because if I did, I would have uninstalled it already. I am <laughs> so fed up with just online ads that I do everything in my ability to block them. And... Mm -hmm. uh, I remember, I can't remember where I was, but I remember being out and my phone going off and I checked it and I was like, what, what? Like it just immediately infuriated me and I almost uninstalled it then, but I didn't have like another one that I had used enough to be like, okay, I know my funds are safe here. So they, they have trust and reliability for sure. Mm -hmm. Their marketing is abysmal and I absolutely hate it. Uh, but you know, if that's what, if that, if they need it, I understand. I just, I, it bothers the hell out of me. <laughs> Ryan, how much time have you got? I forgot to ask at the start. Of, we only got 15 uh, minutes. Or I got max, max a half hour. My kids will be coming back. I got, I got a little baby. Okay. All right. For this time. All right. We're going to have to uh, blast through a little bit of this. Uh, I'm having too much fun. So I, yeah. I just wanted to, yeah, we had too much uh, time spent on BSV. Anyway, it's all good. Uh, I just wanted to add quickly, then we won't uh, chat about this in detail, but just a note. So Venmo are now adding crypto transfers, which includes uh, BCH because we're in the big four with BTC, ETH and LTC, I believe it is, that they're supporting. And that includes sending out of the wallet. So I guess the Venmo itself will be custodial, but at least you'll be able to send out of it. And I just wanted to bring this up in relation to the wallets because it kind of makes the point that, well, maybe the wallets don't need to be the world's best thing, if they're just good enough to get crypto to a critical mass, then all the existing payment apps and whatever and so on will have to add crypto themselves. And then suddenly you've got millions of users and they already have million dollar design teams and whatever making it slick. So that's maybe another way we can kind of get get there on the user experience front. I, I didn't know. I didn't see that. That's huge. When, when, when this news just come out like this week or something? Yeah, it was uh, yesterday or the day before, I think. That, that I only saw it today. So yeah, I'm gonna have to, gonna have to download. My wife uses that. I, I'll use the, the the PayPal side of it. We like people want either or. We'll switch. But that's 
That's really cool. So I wonder, wonder how easy it would be to get BCH in people's hands that have Venmo. Um, exactly. that, that's huge. I mean, Venmo is huge, at least in the United States, I can say. Is it big by yeah. US? No, not really. I, it is seems to me mostly a US centric thing, but that's fine. I mean, 78 million people, that's a lot of a lot of people. And I think at the moment you can sort of buy crypto uh, with it. It's kind of Robin Hood-esque, but now that they've added the ability to send and receive off it, I wonder if we'll see more and more of, of that because I've definitely run into that in the past where I'm my mates are down for some crypto, you know, transfer, but oh, I've got it on Robinhood. Oh, wait, I can't send or receive from the <laughs> custodial app. And I'm like, oh, God, this is the whole point of what I'm trying to explain to you. Uh, anyway, that's that's just worth uh, thinking about. All right, cracking on. Uh, we got the marketing and content. So I'm giving us a C plus or maybe a B minus for the Bitcoin Cash community. We're not crushing it yet. I do take the point, Mr. ICP Shill, that was, this is not the world's biggest podcast and we're not uh, going viral on Twitter or anything just yet. But on the other hand, podcast is doing well it's grown nicely this uh month april was the third highest month over the last year and only fractionally behind the uh second highest month um and then the highest month was a, a bit higher than that i'm just trying to remember the numbers on the audio feed we got 729 downloads i think this month of the podcast uh, and th there was another month where we got 739 about 10 months ago and a couple of months ago in it was April in February was the height at about 830 downloads something like that so we are we're not doing too badly at the moment and obviously we've got the flip starter funded the yeah the show just seems to slowly be getting more and more popular there's more and more chat in the telegram group so that all seems to be doing well Chad is crushing it. Bitcoin Cash TV. Shout out to him. He's doing absolute, uh, you know, legendary work, especially sponsoring, um, not sponsoring, hosting the stream to get his extra viewers on Twitch. That's been amazing. Charles Army Radio have been doing great on Twitter. Obviously, we had Callisti and Fiendish were running spaces. They've kind of died off a bit, but uh, there's still some presence there. Bitcoin Jason, Mark Falzon. Uh, Chadwick Bailey, we've got Cypher Cat as well as a bit of an up and comer. So there's BCH content being created and and produced. Um, so I yeah, I think we're we're doing okay on that front, not crushing it, but a long way from from failing when it comes to marketing and promotion, especially as it's a organic grassroots effort. Thoughts? Yeah, you cut out there for a second towards the end, but I got you back. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, I got the gist of it, uh, to half of that. Um, yeah, um, yeah, and, and like I said, I, I will be back now as I'm, I'm hiring, so I hope it, I'll get back added to the list of creating. I created so much content over the years, but uh, yeah, I used to work. Uh, can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, we can hear you. Your connection is a little issue. Sorry, I, I don't know what happened, there's some little glitch, but uh, yeah, I, I got most of that, so yeah. Yeah, I think this might be a good opportunity to talk about where, you know, you know, I'll be back to making uh, lots of, as I'm starting to hire a videographer. Now, I used to work all week and then on Friday night, like I would write and script a, an episode and on Saturday night, I would shoot it and start editing and go to like, to like three or four in the morning and then I'd wake up early on Sunday to finish. Um, and then long story short, you know, I, uh, yeah, I've grown a company from like nothing to about 30 employees now in, in three years. And it's like I'm building it out, 
you know, it'll get easier in the future. Now I got like an accounting department, marketing, you know, a sales team, all you know. But like I've had to like, do so many things. And in the last year, like I had like I got my blood work done. They came back like real bad, like my A1C, like I'm like pre-diabetic, and even know like my my testosterone levels were horribly low. And like I, I was working like crazy like this, and I, like I just felt horrible and uh, feeling really good now. Um, but gonna you know, I need to like scale things, so I think I can get my channel back with. Um, just paying someone to, to, to help me with it. Uh, you know, and, and I really, I really enjoyed making a lot of content. Like it was one of like my, my, my favorite things and just literally got to a level where I physically couldn't do it. Um, but yeah, we, we definitely need more. And I think that's one of the biggest things I can give to the community. I'm not a developer, you know, I'm not a, uh, um, you know, I don't have some of the skills that other people have, but I feel like I can market, you know, I, I market for my businesses and, uh, you know, I, I enjoy economics. I can, talk the, the language of economics and, uh, and provide that value to the community. So I want to be a big part of that. Um, but yeah, so we, we need more people. I think just in general too, there's less people in the bear market that just make content for whatever reason or, or find the point or pop up new, new channels. I'm sure again, after the next halving, we'll have all kinds of new faces and, and things like that. Um, but we, we definitely need more, you know, I'm trying to think, um, uh, Again, maybe I got I to peek outside the BCH community a little bit more to, to see like if these general big communities that, you know, they just, they're like scared of saying something that like will piss off a maximalist or piss off this person or, or they're just trying to shill and make money. Um, so again, in terms of like where the community stands, or like all crypto communities, you know, like it's, I don't know, like we don't have, it's, 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 it, what, do you, what do you think about the general influencer crypto type people out there like your bitboy cryptos he gets a lot of attention or your altcoin daily daily or these other people um i feel like again they've been so scared to talk things that may get them a little less unpopular even if it's a difficult inconvenient truth right um what are your, what are your thoughts on like the, the mainstream of crypto influencing yeah well i think they'll just come around like BitBoy, he knows for sure there was a recent clip of him talking about uh, how crypto was sort of moving into a new phase where he said, look, we've had all these ICOs and scams and stuff and everybody's kind of a bit over it, which is pretty ironic because he himself has been profiting heavily off involved in all that uh, hyping up all these nonsense that- Did you see, did you see his right line? Now. Did you see his line card? Like what he would no. charge to mention your coin to do- Oh, right, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. man, like, yeah, you can make some money, dude, but like, make money at the cost of what? Right? Like, some of the coins that I saw some videos that he pumped, like, literally went to zero in like three or four months. And, yeah, uh, like, like, I don't know. And there, there's some, there's some good people out there, like on Twitter that I think still, like, I do, I, what are, crypto tips. Like I generally like her, but she's not. She's a, but she's not a BTC maximalist. But she's not good towards. Like she generally gets the importance of needing it and needing crypto and then like the good parts of it, but doesn't. You know, we, we don't have her in our community. Um, there's someone like I like. There's people I would like to get in the community that are philosophically sound. Um, and uh, yeah, some of the people of first million kind of disappeared a little bit. I, I heard he said told somebody's going to come back later or something or. Um, but we, we definitely need oh, more. I know that. Yeah, so I mean, we always need more. There's good, there's going to be a lot of low info people who are following BitBoy and other coins and stuff. To me, all that stuff, it's all just like uh, trend following. 
So with BCH, if something starts or it is starting right now, well, that's what we're here talking about with all cash tokens and everything. As it starts, as things really come together, eventually it just hits a tipping point that it becomes kind of the the cool thing for everyone to talk about. Uh, like they say, people don't notice that you're there. They notice that you're still there, right? Mm-hmm. I really, really like that saying. I think that's a perfect saying. And for BCH, it fits exactly, right? Is how many people, BCH actually has huge brand awareness. People don't really understand this. They think, oh, it's some small coin. But actually, no, almost everybody knows about BCH or they've heard about it just because there's so much Streisand effect. And it's just been going on since crypto began. That's the whole point. So people are still just, oh, it's over, it's over, it's over. But more people know BCH than know 99% of these other coins. That's a guarantee. An ICP computer, right? Fuck ICP. That's they didn't get added to Venmo. They didn't get added to Venmo, right? Somehow they're they're ahead of us, right? Like that makes any sense. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be the new meme on this show. Hey, ASTP. I, I like that. Well, then we'll be uh, adding strides and effect. We'll be pumping them up. People will be like, "Oh, ICP. I got to look into that." <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I, so again, there needs to be more. I, I, I want to help with it. Um, and like you said, it's going to be, again, the, the bigger channels will pick up things as the community like provides value and something that they can pump and sound like they were, they're delivering. Because most people aren't at the grassroots, right? They don't, they don't see what, you know, you and I see this community. Um, so, it's, uh, so I guess if they're like major headlines and we're like, we're like the local news, you know, I guess. Yeah. All right. Pick a grade. And then I want to hear about your golf tournament. Yeah, I, I go a little bit lower. I really feel like we should be better. I mean, I, I lean more to that C plus or C, C level, um, but I'm going to help out a lot more here. Uh, so we'll, we'll go, we'll go Steve. I'll go the solid C. And, right. I blame my, and I blame myself for it. I blame myself for it. Steve's get degrees, mate. That's what they say. No, <laughs> P's get degrees. That's what they always said at uni. You, you deserve more. You, you've, you've really crushed it and you deserve the flip story you got funded. And, uh, you know, you really uh, appreciate what you guys do here. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. Tell us about your golf tournament. We're running out of time here. So you've got your yearly golf tournament that you run. There's a bit of a Bitcoin cash theme. I guess people can pay in BCH, probably have some BCH merchants and stuff uh, there. It's obviously in Florida, uh, nice and sunny. Tell us about this. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I invite, you know, I, I, what I do for this business, you know, we design restaurants, we, we build them out. Um, you know, we have a lot of relationships with people and this is an event to invite a lot of my clients out to, to have a nice day. And I get the factories involved that manufacture equipment. And I will also plug at this time that I am working on developing a private label uh, brand that I'll be importing. Uh, it'll be called Bitcoin cash refrigeration. So I'm going to be buying and it's going to have logos of Bitcoin Cash on it. So I'm hoping by the fall I have this rolled out. Um, so we'll see what that is. But it's it's a lot of factory. I mean, everyone, all the factories know that like I'm a crypto guy and I've given them all and get working on getting them to receive it for payments and explain how they can use it, use it for international payments because some of the stuff's bought from China and all that. So it's just a big opportunity to get all these people in my supply chain together. And um, none of them know anything about crypto. So we go out there, we talk some industry, talk some business. Uh, but in the morning, we talk about, you know, some things of crypto nature. A lot last um, This year, I have a structure a little bit different. But and then at lunch, you know, we have, uh, I'm going to push the bigger guest speakers. I had Roger speak at breakfast last time. Uh, 
And I had Mark Falzano came back from El Salvador and another crypto guy, kind of a local guy that I'm going to be working a little bit more with, uh, just talk about more things outside of Bitcoin Cash. But um, so again, uh, we're going to have a guest speaker at lunch. I have a few lined up. I would really like to see if I could get, it's going to have an an anti-CBDC nature to it. Kind of scare everyone of what is coming their way and uh, how this amazing tool called Bitcoin Cash is a tool to protect them, you know? And at least, you know, not saying you need to invest in it or this stuff, you need to learn how it is and how it works because you may need it in the future. You know, you, you may need to make a purchase that your social credit score will not allow you to. And, um, you know, again, I, you know, I'm in talks with John Swingle. He's very interested in being a part of this. Well, I would like him to speak at some point too. Uh, like even if you just read the speech he did in St. Kitts, it was so well done. I, you know, I'd love to have him. I think he illustrated, uh, the, the world and where it's going. So it's going to be a lot of that. Um, and I said, we just launched it out and, and there's a the website on there you can go to and, and contact the angels, my head of marketing, should get everyone set up. If you want to come down to South Florida, it's at actually one of the nicest golf courses in the country. Uh, so we do a high class for Bitcoin cash. It's, uh, they actually play the, uh, they play the championship tour here. All the professional golfers come here. So it's, if you like golf, the state of the art course and, uh, and you can fly in, stay, stay at the resort. Uh, it's truly beautiful, and uh, October is a good time down here. The weather should be, you know, really nice. The summer should be like pretty much over, get into a little bit of fall, and um, yeah, it's an opportunity. Now, years ago, my partner said he wanted to host a golf tournament. I was like, he wanted me to help him with it. I was like, I'll put all my energy into it if it's educational for crypto. So I helped him get going with that. And now, like, we stick with the crypto thing. So that's what it is. That's awesome, and it's exactly what we were talking about before, where. It doesn't need to be crypto doesn't need to be the main thing but if you can combine it in with other things then people have a reason something that they're familiar with or something that they're already interested in so they're going to get excited about or they get got a reason to come along like you said there's some business in there there's some golf in there and then a bit of crypto in there i think that's that's perfect you know just get the crypto in there other side it doesn't need to be the main thing oh we're just here to show you this all the time but uh just just work it into the conversation and i'm sure that'll turn a lot of heads then next year or the year after whenever the big bull run is and the pump and then that, that will be sitting away in people's minds and they'll think oh yeah remember and then they'll be coming back to you and then you look like a mad savvy businessman you're ahead of the game everybody you know wants to team up with you not even about the crypto but just because they're like this guy is on it forward thinking blah 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 you know that's that kind of rep uh, gets you a lot of business indirectly i'd say so uh that's very yeah, so, you know, I, you know, I try to think about my life and like, you know, what am I doing? Am I doing things of value? And, you know, I look at like, like, like I do in businesses. So like people like kind of like think, oh, this guy is smart enough to run a business and like, oh, he likes crypto. Maybe I should hear him about something like this too. It kind of gives me like a soapbox to speak out off of. Sometimes I feel that way. Um, and uh, but you're saying like in that reverse way, like they come to my event too, and then they, they see like, oh my God, I got some Bitcoin cash at $118 at this golf event. This thing's a thousand dollars. You know, I must be late. And then you gotta tell them, well, you're not late. We got a lot more to do, you know, <laughs> and then, uh, but it could go down. Uh, so yeah, it's, um, again, I, I just try to use my businesses and whatever qualifications I get there as a soapbox to speak as a credible source um, in, uh, in the conversation, something like, again, like I'm like, again, I feel like this is a tool. It's probably going to be like the most important thing when people look back at our time in history. Like this is when, you know, crypto took off whatever story gets told from that, you know, 
uh, you know, we have an opportunity to write that story. So, um, yeah, and I think, yeah, it's such an interesting life to live. Your kids will look back at you and all the crazy shit you did and all that. And, and uh, hopefully uh, our side plays out well. And, uh, you know, it's just another thing I do to put into the, the good fight. You know? You want to be on the right side of crypto it is it's a whole nother rabbit hole we can't go into it now but it's something that i've noticed actually recently and thinking about it is that obviously in the demographics of this show that we did the survey last year it's all guys pretty much or 100 percent of the respondents and certainly the listener demographics kind of back that up right it's almost all guys and the key age range is between about 25 and 45 and it's just even being at that conference, you know, I noticed there's a, there's a lot of people with young families, basically, right? A lot of guys with young families are attracted to BCH because they're, they're playing for the long game. They're not playing for the next one year or six months. They're not trying to get rich quick because they've already got, you know, a solid career. They've already got things happening. They're not out to just pump and dump this, but they, they're passionate and they understand that the world needs to be a better place in 15 or 20 years because otherwise their kids are going to be having a shit time of it i've noticed that as a real theme in the community and i was sort of wondering if we could lean into that or you know how that will kind of manifest itself over time but that's that's something i really noticed that i hadn't thought about before you know yeah i guess in the demographics i wonder how that compares to other chains you know but exactly yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, certainly I think the more VC pumps are probably the younger kids that are, you know, heard about someone got rich in Bitcoin. This is the next one, right? That kind of thing. But uh I wonder what are the unique dynamics of of uh, uh of our chain. And I think that's a good group of people to have, you know, m- you know, men that are out there providing for the next generation, trying to build tools to make a you know better world for for their kids. I think that's a, a pretty powerful thing. They're, they're so yeah, if anyone's if anyone's around, make the plug. You know, feel free on the flyer here. It says, let me make sure you got the website right there. It says CKS. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can go on there, hit the contact form. Uh, you can, if you want to come out and, and play, uh, you know, you can. I will send you the uh, receiving address for Bitcoin Cash, um, and uh, also any. You know, we we donate a percentage of the, the proceeds go to HomeSafe, which is a charity that uh, helps take in. Um, kids that, uh, that don't have parents anymore. They're either deceased or you know, incarcerated or something. So um, that, that's where all the profits go from the events. So we try to tie it in you know, with a, a good uh, action. They, and I've helped them for a long time. They're, they're a good community of people to give to. And if you want to learn more about them, go, go check out their sites. I, I partake in their, actually I'm playing in their golf tournament this month too. They're really good people. So I uh, really enjoy that. And uh, but yeah, if you want to sneak away to Florida and, and uh, We'll, we'll probably do like a nice dinner. We'll do a nice dinner at a, at the resort, but we'll do one at Ravish too, probably at my restaurant. You guys want to come over there and uh, feel free. And, uh, you know, it, it was, a, we had a, such a good time last time. I'm excited to do it again. I have more help that so I can, I'm excited to, because I, I did miss last year and we were going to try to do it in the spring. And again, I finally uh, got, got the marketing set up. It's just, um, it's just been a, a fun, challenging thing growing these businesses. And, uh, I feel like I'm getting to a point where I can work on the businesses and I still have to work in them, but like, you know, getting there. So <laughs> you're at the higher level, you're at the higher level. So CKS golf tournament.com for people uh, interested in that. All right. So we're just coming down to the last uh, little wire of the show as always message to the community, a chance to give 
your third ever, I guess, <laughs> message to the community. Or maybe your fifth. Do we do message to the community? I think we do on the Christmas episode. Well, the other show, unfortunately, I had my dates crossed. In International times were tough. I was supposed to be back home. I thought the event was, and I was in Asheville, North Carolina, and I was trying to do it on my phone, and it didn't go up. But um, So this will be my fourth. Third or fourth one, yeah. Um, what, do, what do they need to hear? This this hit me and it stuck with me and you know because I you know I'm an investor also as someone that's really interested in the in the, the coin and you know I was talking to uh, someone that's been in crypto for a long time actually a, a pretty big whale in the space and I just asked him what what do you do during these market trends like it seems like right now during the the, the bears flooding out there seems to be a, a turn to BTC dominance and. Um, and uh and, and as someone has like has been successful in the space you know i asked him do you do you trade around coins you reallocate if you have so much crypto or anything like that and uh he's like is right he's right and i think that's just speculating you know like for example if i think btc is a, a shit useless coin i don't want to hold it you know so um and, and i thought it was really good just to think about you know if you really think the coin this investment has fundamentals not necessarily to go all in on it, but just, you know, really f- focus on the fundamentals of, of what we're doing here. And then the more I come back, the more I do the show, the more I see what's going on in the community, the, the more I see what's happening in other communities. Um, you know, we, we are really in a good fundamental point. And, um, and where, where we end up, I'm not entirely sure. Like I said, it's either we're going to, you know, the goal of the show is to be the world reserve currency for the world. But at least at the very least, and what my conference is going to be about is we're creating tools. If you still want to have economic freedom, this is a tool that allows it. Now, however many more people that I can resonate with, the price will go higher. Um, but even even that's just that's good enough for me. You know, that I, like, no matter what happens, CBDC is government, government control. I come from, you know, family that defected from communist regimes and government takeovers and all that. Uh, it can get very bad. And, and tools like this make the world a better place. Absolutely. Well, that's a great, uh, great sign off note then. So we've got to give our supporter appreciation. Uh, this, this slide's getting longer and longer as time goes on, which is good to see our patrons, Ricky and HP legendary. Thank you very much. Our sponsor general protocols, go check out bchbull.com and stabilize your crypto. If you're worried about ICP pumping past us, uh, or speculate if you think we're going to wreck them. Either way, plenty, plenty mm-hmm. for you. And we've got our Flipstarter contributors, Majamalu, Marcelo. Thank you very much. Uh, Renegade, Cheapy, Cheap Lighting, Emergent Reasons, Unspent.app, Molecular, Bitcoin Cash Orders, Mini Satoshi, and Callisti.cash, who gets a double shout out for this one. Callisti.cash, got to say it twice because I forgot on the last one. Well, I didn't forget. Uh, he donated in two chunks, so I didn't notice that he'd got over the one BCH uh, threshold to be shouted out. So there you go. Made up for it uh, this week. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Of course, you can check out BitcoinCashPodcast.com and uh, check out all the FAQs, links, info, there and final shout outs and where can people find you ryan hit me uh yeah um you you can find me of course at the golf tournament link there cks golf tournament be a part of that um you can follow my youtube channel i just uploaded last week uh uh, ryan giffen of course is my name and then um you know uh, i'm pretty active on instagram rgiffen89 
Uh, I'm pretty much active there daily in stories like that. I kind of inter- interact, usually share something that's going on in my, my business, but also like things that are I find interesting about economics. I like the story feature because I feel like I'm not like throwing content in front of people all the time. Uh, on Twitter, I don't even know how to pronounce my, ta- my handle there, but uh, it, it, Ryan Giffen, you can probably find me there. Uh, a lot of you probably do. Okay. 1500 followers isn't have you gotten the blue check on uh twitter yet is that a yeah yeah i paid for it should yeah, I, yeah. Should, is that should i do that in, in your experience I, don't know. I mean uh like i doesn't seem to make a critical difference to me but i mean i'm very happy to pay for it i think elon's on a good thing with it and i gotta say there's a couple of nice features that that do actually come into it so when you post instead of it auto posting it gives you like a little uh three seconds to sort of change your mind and undo it and then you can sort of edit it which was pretty cool i didn't expect it it's a pretty basic thing but it's i've actually found that really useful because a lot of the time i hit post and then as that thing's ticking down i'm not the person who's like raging away and thinking no i shouldn't say that but i think <laughs> oh wait i made a i made a typo here or yeah. i think of a better word to use instead of the word i'd use or something and so then i just click undo and change it like even that feature is probably worth <laughs> What if I can change my handle? I, I think I'm just Ryan Giffen on there, but my handle, like I started years you, you ago. Can. Some auto, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, you know, it's so funny. And I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with this. Like, uh, you know, like I like crypto a lot. People know me around the office, but like, I'm not like the most techie. Like I can get through my days and all that. And like, people are like, why, why aren't you like techie and that you love crypto so much? I'm like, like, I'm just kind of more of an anarchist. That's why I like, like, I'm not necessarily like, technically savvy. I'm just in, interested in like the anarchical features of it and, and what, what it does for people's lives. So I, I could get better at little things like that. But I tend to, my personality, like I tend to value speed more than technical. It, it's just like the way my mind and the way I view outcomes is. Um, but it's kind of how I'm wired. So I'm working on that. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you have any shout outs? No shout outs. And do I have any shout outs? My shout out is to Maria because I hope she's doing well. And we did some salsa dancing. And I remember that. That was that was fun. And so yeah, awesome. business and life is going know. well for her. Exactly. You can say I asked about her on the show because I want to find out how her BCH uh, journey is going. She, and she almost went back this Oh, she, she went back. back. <laughs> well, she was supposed to. The the plane, or the, the plane, the the boat. Like there, was someone like was trying to escape from some island and like like die, died there or something. She was going to go back. She's ready to spend more BCH and meet up with Sunny. This is like a month ago. Um, so she's very interested. She's very interested and involved. I'll definitely, I'll see her tomorrow. We were actually just in San Antonio together. She's coming back today. I came back on Friday for a conference. Right. So I definitely let her know. He said hi. Prison Break St. Kitts edition starting up. It sounds like, wow, okay. All right, well, that might be a, a good time to end the show then. Uh, sorry, uh, no, no, nothing to see here. Move on. Thank you all for listening. Until next time. Thank you, guys.